Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do dig that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Mr. A&E, and my co-host, not Deion Sanders for primetime. What's going on, y'all? Oh, my God. Ooh. <laughs> Did somebody get, you get hit with the COVID nineteen? He got that uh, wrong. What's going on, y'all? It's me. It's me. It's the P R I M E. Yo, and uh, joining me also. That sucks. Okay. I know. Joining me is my wife, the Grace Catch Day Sketch. Hello, everyone. So uh, it's just us to hear. I said, uh, if Q Flow joins, uh, do I have to think he you know, he'll, he'll jump on? But um. Welcome back, everybody. I know a lot, a lot of things have happened in in a week <laughs> since uh, last time me and Price I talked about the uh, you know the the bug going around. So yeah, but uh, excuse me, but uh, but now we're here for another week. You know, the show does still go on. I want to be here to entertain you, and we got things to talk about. Uh, you know, especially with WrestleMania plans coming up, which we thought. We was going to get an answer for, but it seems like we still have no answer, bro. Still, still, still. still. That's, you know, that's the waiting game. Y'all man is out. He is, but you know, one thing that has to get done, no matter if there's a virus or no matter if the world's coming down, you got to pay them bills. So, make sure you guys check out spacesphilly.com, Dutchcom we are a part of, and check out the uh, podcast content they have on there, such as both sides, Lulu Pop, Lulu Pop Horror Show, and the Market Dark Show. Check the Nerd Coalition's content out uh, on the production company of Spaces Philly, uh, the No Gimme City Wrestling Podcast, Nerd Gasm Talk Podcast, Turntable, Save Our Culture, and Beyond, Drunk Dog Sober Tongues, and Balls Now Sports Podcast, uh, which is uh, really becoming a hit once we start uploading episodes on there. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. So yeah, I know. It's a hit. We ain't even do it yet. Is that? But we doing good. But uh, make sure you guys also check out your Nerd Coalition merch. If you guys want to check out Nerd Coalition merch, man, we got the classic uh, NC logo that you guys see on our channel. Then we got the NC logo with the Shazam going through the middle. Then we got if you guys been with us since day one ish, we got the classic NC logo as well. Make sure you guys check all that stuff out and the Qflow merch, the Qflow merch, the layover merch, all that you can find at therealnerdcoalition.com. Once again, it's therealnerdcoalition.com and also check out 
Q-Flow's album, The War Drum. War Drum, hot album from 2019, and we're going to keep it hot in 2020. 2020's been so much of a downer, but you may need a little bit of that faith to get you up, and Q-Flow's the right person to do that. So make sure you guys go check out The War Drum. Listen to all of our podcasts at TheRealNerdCoalition.com. We'll send you the links to all the podcast links that we're a part of, such as uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play. What's, uh, what's the other one? Um, <laughs> I, was about to, I was about to say SoundCloud, but I was SoundCloud, Podcast. Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. And then, of course, uh, if you guys are social YouTube, YouTube Premium is a thing. But once again, if you have Google Play, you, you should already have some YouTube Premium. So... We got a lot to talk about, mm-hmm. and uh, there's, you know, obviously, the, you know, the whole virus thing. I'm not going to say the whole word here because, you know, I don't know how people be working with these copyrights. We're going to hit on that. We're going to hit on the Wednesday Night War. But one thing I promise you guys that is literally three weeks old, we're going to finish our top 50 African-American list. That's what we're going to do. All right. And we are going to do... Two parts, 20 through 11, and then we're going to do 10 to 1. Cool. Now, we're going to make sure that most of our videos that we've done as we put on YouTube have been 40, 50 minutes long to an hour discussing this. But I'm going to try to wrap the time up so it's not like that for both parts. Cool. I'm trying to do both parts in an hour, if less than that. Gotcha. So, uh, we stopped at... Uh, you have the actual uh, definitive list that we made from 50 to 31, right, Lady Sketch? I sure do. All right, so why don't we go over that list real quick and then <coughs> see. Uh, yeah, get, get, get your little swig on. Mm-hmm. And then read us your whole list. Okay, so the list we have so far from 50 to 21. We have Primetime Alex Skipper, the Primetime Players. Cedric Alexander, Jason Jordan, Tony Atlas, Norman Smiley, Bad News Brown, Monty Brown, Viscera, Jazz, Brickhouse Brown, excuse me, Street Profits, Leo Rush, Ahmed Johnson, Charles Wright, also known as The Godfather, uh, Bianca Belair, MVP, Too Cold Scorpio. Are you all right? I'm, I'm trying to, I just ate. Uh-huh. Uh, Naomi, Bobo Brazil, Ezekiel Jackson, Willie Mack, Ember Moon, Ernie Ladd, Kenny King, Moose, Ricochet, D'Lo Brown, Jacqueline, and Rocky Johnson. All right. Now, we are on 20 to 11. Okay, so this is what I have for my 20 through 11. And then once again, we can say that we can debate to figure out who the definitive 20 through 11 is. All right. So, this is my 20 through 11. Butchery, Abdul the Butcher, Devon Dugley, Luther Lindsay, Awesome Kong, Shelton Benjamin, R Truth, Bobby Lashley, Bearcat Wright, and Johnny Roz. Oh, okay, okay. So, who do you who do you guys have for, or at least name the ones that you, that you could think of from twenty to eleven? Uh, you want me to go first, or you want to go first? You can go ahead. I have uh, Devon, Jay Lethal, Keithley, Awesome Call, Lashley, Benjamin. And uh, put in a uh, bearcat, bearcat right. And Lee Sketch. Okay, I have Luther Lindsay, Abdullah the Butcher, Awesome Kong, Bearcat Wright, Shelton Benjamin, Bobby Lashley, R Truth, Devon, Johnny Rons, and I have no one in the eleven spot right now. Okay. 
So, um, you know, spoiler alert, I had to help some people out with homework. Yes. So, some of sounded kind of the same. So, now we got a picture of the list. We're, we're at number 20. Who will come after, who who, who will solve the, 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 the number 20? I will say Bearcat, just because I don't know much about him. Now, well, I actually do know a little bit about Bearcat because I, I put him up kind of high because uh, of the accomplishments that he he does have. Uh, one, he was a, a very strong guy. Uh, he won the WWA World Championship five days before the Martin Luther King I Have a Dream speech against Classy Philly Bassett. He was strong enough to rip phone books in half during his okay, promos. Okay, wait, wait. Did he, did, he, did he retain it until after the speech, right? Uh, actually, he did. And actually... Oh, okay, okay, okay. Actually, um, he also was blackballed uh, by Worldwide, Worldwide Wrestling Association for refusing to drop the, w, the WWA Championship uh, uh, to... Uh, Eodores, uh, Edo Carpenter, don't know who that is, and then back to uh, Freddie Blassie, December 13th, 1963. So he had it all the way up past that in Kennedy. Okay, okay. So uh, he has a lot of accomplishments here. He is uh, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame. He is part of the WWE Hall of Fame. Mm. He's uh, he uh, for the WWA the WWA World Heavyweight Champion and then WWA International TV Tag Team Champion World Championship Wrestling which is WCW which is IWA World Heavyweight Champion and then the IWA World Tag Team Champion Pacific Northwest NWA Pacific Northwest Tag Team Champion three times NWA All-Star Wrestling Canadian Tag Team Championship and Pacific Coast Tag Team Championship uh, Championship Wrestling from Florida they call this the NWA Brass Knuckle Championship, NWA Florida Tech Championship, Big Time Wrestling. Uh, he was a he was a NWA United States Champion, and Fifty State Big Time Wrestling, NWA Hawaiian Tech, Tech Champion. So he was a a very great tag team wrestler and uh, heavyweight champion. He even won the World Negro Heavyweight Championship one time. <laughs> I did, that was a thing. That was a thing. Well, I thought that other word was coming out for a second. Uh, well, no, we're not doing that, but uh. Yeah, so so he, he he does have a good amount of concerts under the belt. I personally, at 20, probably would put Abdullah the Butcher because he was a very popular wrestler at the time and very much known for his hardcore wrestling at the time. Not necessarily his course, wrestling. Say what? <laughs> what? What was that match where he got electrocuted at? Oh, That's God. That's that that was a WCW when it had that 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 House of Doom cage match thing. That's as worse as the TNA uh, cage. Oh, yeah, God. that was bad, but uh, <laughs> that that was real bad. But before then, especially in the seventies and the eighties, Abdul the Butcher was very known for he was the one of the originators of hardcore wrestling, and I mean legit hardcore. I mean he's famous for holding the fork in his mouth. And uh, he, he gets he gets that credit from me. Yeah, I remember when he went into the Hall of Fame and I seen his forehead. I was like, oh. Yeah, it's too many cuts on that forehead. So, I, I mean, I will put up doing the butcher at 20. Okay. I will put him at 20. No argument from me. 
All right, so he goes down to 20. You want to write that down? Yeah, I'm going to have to write a new list because this one's falling apart. <laughs> Wait a second. Then you got to write it. Write I'm going to write it all. I'm just going to write the whole thing. Write it on the phone. Because at the end, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you some, some, some questions. All right, so number 19. Uh, I, I, I did have to do a bunch of, I can switch that. Uh, then I don't mind putting Luther Lindsay at number 19. I have nothing to add for him, but I did put, I did put him at 20, so. Okay, well, that, do you put him on here? Okay, because, uh, he was, he, he, he was pretty good, too. Uh, make sure, make sure, uh, look at the Go the right thing. I'm looking at his uh, his accomplishments always because uh, he was a uh, he. Oh yeah, he was the first uh, professional uh, wrestler to have an interracial match where he faced NWA uh, NWA World Heavyweight Champion Luthez, and he was uh, considered one of the top submission wrestlers of his day, working with. Don Leo Jonathan and the infamous Stu Hart. So, so he got a stretch. So yeah, if you work with Stu Hart, then uh you are pretty well known for something. So uh so but uh unfortunately he did die from suffering a heart attack mm. in the ring. Damn. Oh. Like during a match? He died on top of his opponent, making oh the pin. My God. Oh, oh no. That's a shame. <laughs> You gotta put him on the list for that. He really he left it all in the ring for real. Yeah, I mean, and he is in two Hall of Fames. He's in the WWE Hall of Fame, Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame, and uh, has won uh, a heavyweight championship for a lot of places he has been. So I could give him a good nod for being there. Sorry, okay. at uh, number nineteen. Yeah, I'm gonna at number nineteen. Okay, Luther Lindsay. Goes in at number 19. Now, number 18. Uh, I'm taking, uh, I have Devon Dugley at 18. But then I'm also, which I just researched his rest of the essay. Oh, he's a football player. I'm sorry. I'm Who? just looking up Butch Reed. Lucy Lindsay. Oh, Lindsay. Okay, yeah. Uh, but then Butch Reed comes to mind also. I mean, as a great honest, tag like a, team partner, also. To be honest with you, we low key said we was gonna put Devon at twenty, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I mean, he, he keeps getting pushed up because he was supposed to be in the top of the twenty, the thirty to twenty one. Then he's supposed to be in the bottom of twenty to eleven, and he gets I he ended up all the way up in my like thirteen spot. I don't know how. I don't know uh, how it just keep, he keeps moving up further and further. But I uh, have Austin Kong at eighteen, so that's my contribution. Well, I would say, I would say, me personally, uh, if you had to pick prime time, Butchery or Devon makes number 18. Because they are both tag team wrestlers. Yes, I would put Butchery at 18 just because I'm not really familiar with him. And Devon has like 20 tag team championships. He does have the most, he is the most winningest champion. He he does. I Now, now Butchery is the one that uh, was Ron Simmons' partner in uh, WCW. Bro, he likes a toy. Who? Butch Reed. Because he looked like one of those. Um, remember the, the toys, the the punch when you used to punch and they would say stuff. Mm-hmm. The plushies that yeah. we used to have when we was kids. Mm-hmm. That's what he looked like. 
I mean, what, oh, he does have some pro wrestling illustrated uh, awards and some wrestling observer newsletter awards. That's some of that not too good. So, okay, I agree. Divine will go over him. So he's still alive. Yeah, I'll put. Okay, we can put Butch Reed. And it, so and yeah, listen, the, the last one we just talked about died in the ring of a heart attack. Anything is a surprise at this point. <laughs> Reed, alright. Alright, Bushy's at 18. So now we're getting to some of the ones that you guys are familiar with. Okay, okay. So, so 17. I had Luther Lindsay, but he moved up. So does 17 go to Devon? Or, no, you know what? But see, now. I'm not putting Devon over. I'm not putting Awesome Kong over Devon. So I feel like she should be somewhere oh, in this array. Uh, I will put Jay Lethal here. Jay really? Is not, he's in our top 10. I got Jay Lethal in my top Ow. 10. Oh, I just love Awesome Kyle. Just, um, okay, well, without Awesome Kyle, so then would this be a good spot to put Shelton Benjamin? Or what about Bearcat Wright? Uh, what about Keith Lee? Also in my our top 10. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. All right, fine. We'll have to put... Because actually... Uh, Kong is my 18 and Shelton is my 17. So okay, well, how about Kong this? Here. What about Johnny Roz? Oh, okay. Well, now, Johnny Roz, for those who don't remember, Johnny Roz is responsible for training all the good wrestlers on ECW. Now, we had this discussion previously. Do uh, so that's that what, RBD? Go, <laughs> do you think he should go above Devon, though, if he trained him? Because mm. I have him one above Devon. Uh-huh. Well, let's, let's go look at the accomplishments here. Because he did train Devon Dudley. Who else did he train? That's what I want to know. Taz. She said he trained all the good wrestlers, so that's what, RBD and Taz. Oh, he got a... He, he, got a, he trained Tommy Dreamer, I think he said, too. Tommy Dreamer. I thought you said good when I was talking. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Tommy Dreamer. Be nice. Uh... I'm about to type. Oh yeah, I'm I'm typing in the right thing. Oh, he trained Bill Demott. Oh, interesting. Wait, wait, wait. You said Johnny Rons or Rods? Okay, well, R O D Z. I spelled it, it spelled it wrong on the phone. He is not black. Who <laughs> that? His name is John Rodriguez. They, they could, he was calling him on, uh, black before. Okay. Wait a minute. I'm not going to argue it. I just never looked him up, and I had no idea. And then I, I see him, and I'm like, he looks like a Hispanic man. Is he? Nah, he probably yeah. Okay. Well, he's a Hall of Famer. So is Devon. Uh, when it comes to his wrestling ability, I mean, Devon has the bigger, the bigger career. Sometimes, you know. Joe Jackson is responsible for Michael, but hey. Okay, now that's not even a fair comparison. Michael's um, Michael. But no, I, oh, okay. See, now, he trained Big Cass, and that kind of just took down the, the, the stock. <laughs> 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 that took down the stock for me. All right. Well, he was in one of the earliest classes of the Hall of Fame. If that we, can put him in the, we can put him in, in at number 17. I'm not. I'm. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah. Cause looking, I don't see anything else. He's from the Bronx. There, I don't. Okay. <laughs> you don't know what? I don't know. I mean, now, okay. So, how can you ask me? Let me ask. You. When I said 
Carlos Colon's not black. You said, well, does he identify as black? That's what I'm saying. So, but because what, I feel like somebody what, said before that he he did not say that. But okay, Johnny Rods, you you I spelled it wrong. So R O D Z. To be fair, to be fair, because we're not gonna go off because you know everybody everybody won't be blamed. I I'll take it. No, I mean I'm I'm just like I didn't know I I never seen it before. I'm not familiar with him, so I had no idea. Um, so we can put him at seventeen. I'm I'm cool with that. All right, because he they got him in the history of Black Americans in sports and pro wrestling. So okay, I mean I'm not going to like I said I can't dispute it. <laughs> it really depends on where you look at because some of the lists we looked at had the Usos on it. So <laughs> what we I mean, you absolutely right. <laughs> Some people have, I mean, now if somebody wants to maybe argue, then it's like, hey, look, well, then we sorry. No, no, no. I mean, it. listen, I I just, like I said, I don't know enough. I'm not yeah. here to exclude anyone. So is Kong 16 or is Devon 16? I would put Kong at 16. What about you, dear? Uh. Mm. Has she done that much to override twenty tag team champions? I, I mean, for women, uh, for women, I would say somewhere. Mean no. Queen K. Devon is just yeah. Devon on another level. I would, yeah. I would put, I'll put Shelton Benjamin over Kong. I will put Shelton Benjamin over Awesome Kong. So, in other words. Uh well when I say over I mean I put him first in the higher like we we on sixteen right yeah we in sixteen yeah I put Shelton Benjamin at sixteen at sixteen I'm not going to argue that he is actually my he's my sixteen Bearcat Wright was my seventeen very athletic and then you know they, they, they try, try to put a rocket torch to him and everything and then things kind of fell apart when he he became Big Willie and you know his mama came and then he left and I mean and Shelton really has just the impact Shelton had, other than being part of that draft class, uh, okay, it, she's had some accomplishments. So she I, has I, a, I lot a lot of accomplishments. So you know, I put Shelton there. Shelton, yes. Shelton was Shelton worked good as a single star, but he mostly had fame as a tag okay. team wrestler. Mm-hmm. Him and Charlie House won like four championships: two in WWE, two in I think Ring of Honor. All right, so, so. we're doing. Uh, Doing Shelton here for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then, then number fifteen, I'll put Awesome Kong. Okay. Her, Where you her, this is at? long. Huh? Where, yeah, I didn't know that she had to make the accomplishments. You, where you want to put Bearcat? Are you putting him above them? Oh. You know, I could, I think this this could probably be a good spot for Bearcat right here. Fifteen or sixteen? Fifteen. Okay. I think he's better shown in the, in the accomplishments area. In the accomplishments area. I thought he was on fourteen. My bad. I gotta I go him. back for you because I um to look him up. Kong, I think was fifteen. Kong will be fifteen, but he said yeah, okay. put Bearcat right here, and then she would be fourteen. Um, he had a lot of accomplishments though. He did. He did have a lot of accomplishments, but. Also, kind of had a bigger impact, I think. Okay, yeah, you're right. Cause she definitely mm-hmm. for women and for urban yeah. women as well. 
So he has I, quite a few. Yeah, but I mean, women still making making ways, making their ways mm. now. So you want Bearcat at fifteen and her at fourteen? Then yeah, that's that's cold. Do you agree with her at thirteen? Then uh, the fourteen uh, prime also Kong? Yep, I will agree. All right, so thirteen. I'm, I'm glad I got her from twenty to four to fourteen. That's good. Now, for the people I have left in this jumble here, yeah, I've got Bob. I won't say Bob. <laughs> Thanks, Rusa. Bobby Lashley, R Truth, and Devon left from for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Who do y'all have left? I have R Truth, Bobby Lashley, and Devon. Okay, because you have my list. Hey. I already had it okay, on my list put, though. Yeah. In my defense, y'all put y'all's in the top ten. Okay. Well, I got Jay Lethal, Keith Lee, uh, Lashley, Devon left. So I think the the general consensus here: Do we put Bobby Lashley here, or we put our truth here? Oh, I mean, to be honest with you, accomplishment wise, Lashley has more accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Lashley do or our truth do? Twenty four. I think 26. Lashley has more accomplishments. <laughs> Well, Archie was the first African American NWA champion. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. He been out here for a minute. Both of them have. Let me see. Let me look up Lashley. Cyberspace Wrestling Federation. Okay. Memphis Championship Wrestling. He was their heavyweight champion twice. NWA. He was the NWA World Heavyweight Champion twice. Tag you know what? Twice. I may have to put Lashley over uh, Truth because once again, he has had a successful career in mixed martial arts, and he went to Impact Wrestling and actually, because he's like he's like fifteen and two in MMA. He had all the titles at one time. He, he did. Franklin Roberto Lashley. <laughs> okay. Is he black? Yeah. I'm trying to see championships and accomplishments. Okay, my man, he got a, he got subsets because he got the mixed martial arts, wrestling, amateur wrestling. He won Rookie of the Year in 2005, ranked number nine in the top 500 single stars in 2007. Yeah, TNA, four-time four TNA champion, X Division. How he in X Division? That's how he well, won the it's not a it's not a division. It's more of a okay. I'm about to say uh, what? And he did improve his wrestling skills because he was great. Well, he, he, well let me tell you, when he went to TNA, he improved it. When he went back to WWE, I don't know what happened. That's not the way I'm gonna say, it, but he won most improved in 2006. Stop. So. He was a tag yeah. team champion at the Alabama Wrestling Federation with the Boogeyman. Mm. <laughs> what? <laughs> Boogie and Bobby. Random. Sis. That is a random ass. Okay, so if that's the case at the bottom, then I gotta I gotta put our truth there. So you want to put our truth at thirteen or Bobby I, first? I'll put our truth at thirteen. Okay. Well, well Pryor, what you think? Uh, I will put truth here. Well, well, yeah. I'm thinking Just truth at thirteen, Lashley at twelve, and then Devon at eleven. Or does Devon make your top ten? He's not in my. I I'm think not that, pushing him up. I think that works. You did that work because I'm sitting there thinking, 
Do I put? Do I really put Keith Lee and Velveteen Dream over Devon Dudley? Uh, ability wise, potential t- potential wise, yeah. But Keith Lee is kind of getting up there. Let me look at Keith Lee's. Uh, I mean, Keith Lee don't have the same accomplishments that that. that I, nobody on this list does right now <laughs> in this whole section. But Keith Lee was a special. It's a special kind of athlete. But he does have some. Uh, I mean, he is very athletic uh, for his stature. Well, you know what? I will not put. Okay. I have no problem with the, like Keith, Keith Lee can go over Devon for me. Like Devon can go first, and Keith Lee can go after. But how do you feel about the Velveteen Dream, though? I don't know about I Velveteen got him in the top Dream. 10. I have him at the very bottom of my my top ten. I he's only twenty four. Jesus Christ! Mm-hmm. Okay. He doesn't have anything in his um. His accomplishments. No, yet. but he has a severe impact on the game, though. So he does. All right. Well, okay. How about our truth, Velveteen That's Dream, and then Bobby Lashley. Our truth, Velveteen Dream. Velveteen got a lot of potential, though. He's only yeah, but he he got 20. potential, but we got we don't want to have too many Shaq votes because <laughs> so. Okay, I'm thinking this. Our truth at at thirteen, 13. then at twelve, you guys can, we 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 can have um, Bobby Velveteen Dream Velveteen, yeah. And I then, would vote him over Bobby. That's me. That's my personal preference, though. But Bobby got a good amount. Like you got, you can't ignore that he succeeded in three different things. I know, no, I I I agree with you. That's why I said it's because my because you know actually right now Bobby's trying to look like over Devon to me. Mm, I don't think so. Cause it's wrestling. It is, but the, but Bobby's a better wrestler now. Mm. Could you argue that, Prime? I mean, he's a specialist as a tag team wrestler. Singles wrestler, he's workable. He knows how to work, but Bobby once again. Before Keith Lee, because like, Bobby was, on, was a different athlete too, and like I said, when he got better in Impact Wrestling, and the man goes fifteen and two in legit fighting, you can't ignore that. And then most, like I said, most of Devon's accomplishments comes with a tag team. So when it comes to like Impact mm-hmm. stuff like that, I I would put Truth, okay, Dream, okay, and Devon, Bobby, oh. I think I I think now talking about it, I think Bobby got to go in my top ten now. I'm, I can't do that. I can't. I'm gonna pull up Devon. I mean, look, I understand what, what's what's going on TV right now. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about if we we've been if we've been judging people off accomplishments. We're, we're doing we're doing accomplishments and impact on the game also. Oh, then I will put Bobby like I'll put Devon like before Bobby. I mean, yes, Devon got you know. Devon does have the better name. He has the better impact, you know. He has a he has a bigger impact. He's a Hall of Famer at this point. Mm-hmm. They won the tag team what twenty times? Is it twenty? Yeah. Yeah, and all overall, yeah. Yeah, because they did ECW eight times. 
New Japan, TNA. Um, but peep uh, this though, Devon. But unfortunately, with all them accomplishments, who was the better singles wrestler? Or who? Or who? Come on. Of the two of them, or between him and uh, Lashley? Uh, well, because uh, no, I'm just saying because if you look at it, when Devon and, and Bubble split, you know, Bully became the better singles guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over it, that's it's kind of, so. It's like I, I look at that almost as a not quite on this level, but a Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat's a Hall of Fame tag team. Hall of Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat is a Hall of Fame tag team. And but Stevie Ray just by himself does not work. Okay, I will say of the two of them, Bubba is the Booker, but Devon is definitely nobody. Stevie Ray. He's not nobody. Stevie Ray. But I'm saying, but but you gotta understand something. Devon had multiple opportunities by himself and each time you me and Parker said look when it comes to Reverend Divine didn't draw nothing other than bringing out Batista Deacon Batista <laughs> then then when he came by himself in Aces and Eights mm-hmm. He had a long title run, which he never defended the title. He, he was like he was like so the Dean Ambrose retired. almost. He, he had it, but he really he rarely he rarely defended. And then when he was in his matches, his matches were let's be real, prominent Aces and H days were a little bit sloppy. I didn't watch that. Aces and Ace, he was like, all right, I'm gonna do two moves and Aces. Y'all just come out and beat him up. <laughs> it, it was not it, so, it, it, I mean, it was Bully Ray was getting all the highlight matches. Okay, so, I mean, he, and he's still going. And Devon is producing. I mean, all right. So, how do you want this to go? So, our truth for sure is thirteen. Yes, that's that's not negotiable. Prime. Yeah, okay. our truth is thirteen. Now twelve and eleven. I will put right out at twelve. Devon. I'll put Velveteen Dream. Okay, and then eleven, you will put Devon, Devon. Dudley. So ten. That, that means ten would have to be Bobby. I'm not putting him no higher than ten. I'm sorry. Uh, I could put Bobby at ten. So we ain't good. We ain't get to ten right now. So twelve. You want to put Velveteen? Oh, X Prime. I'm at. I'm. I'm, I, I'm I will, asking. I mean, I will, I will put D. I will, oh, it's kind of difficult. All right. I will put. I okay, will okay, put, okay, okay, fine. Would you put Diva at twelve and Velveteen at eleven? Yeah, but I could. I put Diva at eleven because he's already my eleven anyway. Okay. Okay, I'm about to say, but it, I understand. Dream does got the potential, so. Dream is the better wrestler mm-hmm. than Devon Dudley. A lot of these new guys are have much better technically. And Dream does have the bigger impact. You got the uh, the whole Patrick Clark thing. You know, he he made a name for himself, and uh, he stuck with it, and it got over. You know, that does count because Reverend Diva they get over like they wanted to. Not they said I thought. No, I don't, and think, then, I don't think it got over like they wanted it to. It was like, okay, it's Devon Dudley. Yeah, and they just gave, and they kind of just gave him away to Austin Aries. It's like it's your first match here. Just go out there. All right. Yeah. So what, I don't know if you know that. What do you think? Devon at twelve. So you know what? We could put Devon at twelve, and Velveteen at eleven. Okay. People won't be in the comments mad, but all right. <laughs> Velveteen at eleven. Velveteen at eleven. Oof. All right. <laughs> Now that was uh that the cool, let's see we were tired right there. Okay, that's that was actually pretty decent. Alright, so that was twenty through eleven. Read twenty through eleven for us, please. Twenty through eleven we have Abdullah the Butcher, Luther Lindsay, Butch Reed, Johnny Rods, um, Shelton Benjamin, Bearcat Wright, 
Awesome Kong, R-Truth, Devon, and Velveteen Dream. Okay. Now, we did that part. Now it's time to go on to Our part two. Top the top ten. The top ten African-American wrestlers of all time. It's the final countdown. Now, let's just knock this out the way right now. Hey, well, you going to sing that song? Okay, yeah. <laughs> let's just get this out the way right now. Number one and two is Rock and Booker, Booker 2. <laughs> Duh. So you can write that so right we now. we just got to count. We just got to count three to ten. Yeah, so right now, you can write The Rock. And, and then Booker, Booker T. T is one or two. It's, it's Jordan Kobe. Yep. Five time. Five time. time. Six time, actually. Yeah. Six time? Yeah. He's six he time. He won one in WWE. He won one in 2006. Okay. I mean, but it doesn't have the same ring to it. It doesn't. But no. go ahead. <laughs> so, now at number 10. You can say two time Hall of Famer. Yes. Wow. Along with Sean Walton. But anyway. Uh, yeah, wow. Uh, we I, we got um Bobby no, what's Lashley. Your, what's your, what's oh, oh, oh you know what? That's right. You know what? That's right. Let's, let's go. Let's go into. So here's my list for the top ten. Okay, I'll go first. Now, obviously, things are gonna be different. But Junkyard Dog, Velveteen Dream, Keith Lee, Jay Lethal, Ron Simmons, The New Day, Sasha Banks, Mark Henry, Booker T, and The Rock. Okay. Oh, excuse me. What do you have, Prime? We have most of the same list. Besides a couple. Okay, wait. Say your list one more time. He was really fast with yours. Junkyard Dog. Yes. Uh-huh. Love Team Dream, which has been changed. Keith okay. Lee, Jay Lethal, okay. Ron Simmons, The New okay. Day, Sasha Banks, Mark Henry, Booker T, The Rock. Okay, so mine's excluding Lashley. Uh, <laughs> I have New Day, Sasha. I had R-Truth. Ron Simmons, Junkyard Dark, Mark, Mark Henry, Brock and Booker. Okay. Okay, so for mine, I had uh, Velveteen, Keith Lee, Sasha Banks, Jay Lethal, New Day, Junkyard Dog, Mark Henry, Ron Simmons, and Rock and Booker. Obviously. Yeah, everybody's the same team. No, it's not the exact same because I don't have Sasha Banks as high as you. I oh, but we, we got switch. the same names. I think, yeah, it's the same exact people, but I think we switched Sasha Banks and Ron Simmons. All right, so we're, we're all in the breeze that Lashley's tent, right? Yes, Bobby Lashley. All right, Bob, Bob, Bob Lashley is ten. Bob Rude. Bob. Oh, I miss Rusev sometimes. Uh, I would make a case for Keith Lee at nine. Of the okay. folks in this top ten, okay. I would agree. Out of the folks in this top ten, Keith Lee has the less accomplishments. Yes. Yeah, that's true. So I will put Keith Lee at nine. Is everybody in the green? I, I, did, I know there's people out here that will uh, disagree that he is so high up, but yeah. I know this is our personal list. It's our personal opinion, and I I think of the folks that are out here now, especially, he's got the most, some of the most potential. Um, So, nine? We doing him for nine? Yes, keep okay. the nine. I don't All right, know now. How, what y'all is, but I think Jay might be eight for me. Jay Lethal? Yeah. Now, how do you? Where do you have him? Jay Lethal. I think we both have him at seven. I think I have. Jay, I think I have Jay Lethal at seven. So. So you're not going to agree with my eight because I put Sasha Banks and your Sasha Banks is like number four, ain't you it? You can't put Sasha Banks that, that low. Fine. Sasha is my seven. Okay, so we. Who y'all put Sasha range. Banks low? 
it's a, here's the thing. The furthest I will go up with Sasha Banks is five. I'm not putting her over Rock Booker, Mark Henry, um, and for me personally, Ron Simmons. I could do Junkyard Dog could come down. I could. I'm putting her over Ron Simmons. Okay. I put Sasha over Ron Simmons. No disrespect to Ron Simmons, but I I am putting. I, I will definitely put her over. That's my personal list. Ron Simmons right. is one of my favorite black wrestlers. Mm-hmm. But um, now Jay Lethal just has the. Craziest resume that I have it's almost very, ever seen. Very lengthy list of accomplishments. Because you got I've looked him up. Everything in TNA, tag team champion, X division champion, feast of fire, world cup champion, and then first of all, yep, Ring of Honor. He was a champion. First of all, he was the world champion for over a year. Yeah, he was the longest reigning until I forget who, but Cody beat him for the championship. Damn. Exactly. Does have a lot of stuff going on. Uh, <laughs> I think Adam Cole shaved his head. <laughs> That's why he got a phone. Yes, uh, he 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 is a lot of that. Ranked number five in top five hundred in twenty sixteen. That is a that is a strong culture in the pro wrestling illustrator. Mm-hmm. Matt can't go get my magazine now. Then he has a he had a great career over in Japan. And then uh, you I mean, and then of course you can't forget. The imitations of Black Machismo. I'm about to say he got maybe Flair. one of the top Ric Flair promos, and he ain't Ric Flair. Yeah, <laughs> that's my life. That is my life. He, he can go. He can go toe to toe with people on pro. Like I said, and the Black Machismo thing worked. That he looked. He might be a macho man. Hilarious. And then his storyline. I don't know which one of y'all like. But I like. I don't know. He had a lot of good storylines. Sanjay Dutt, Consequences Creed, with the, uh, what's the group called? Fortune? Yeah, and SoCal Val. SoCal Val and Sanjay Sanjay Dutt. Yep, Sanjay Dutt. And then, um, of course, in Ring of Honor, he had one with Dalton Castle. If y'all know who that was, of course. Uh, Dalton Castle and uh, Cody. So, Do I not know who Planet Peacock is? You serious? Yeah, I I, I thought about it for a second. (laughs) Jay Lee was one of the only people, and I know this sounds crazy because, you know, it's like uh, whatever, but I never watched wrestling outside of WWE, really. Yeah. And he's one of the only people I actually knew from outside of WWE. Mm-hmm. Or WCW, rather. But, I mean, I, I have to give it to him. I, I don't mind pushing him up a bit, but if we don't, who goes down here? I mean, I could... Junkyard Dog. Like I said, I could see pushing Junkyard Dog down. I wouldn't mind putting him at eight. I mean, Junkyard Dog will always be in my top ten because of Junkyard Dog was the first and only African American to sell white tickets. Oh, excuse me. In the '80s, mm. Junkyard Dog on certain rosters was, if not as popular, close to popular as Hulk Hogan. Mm. And every time Junkyard Dog was, when Junkyard Dog was on the marquee, they paid money to see him. And I'm talking about. White kids. Yeah, I mean, and, I hear you. I just yeah, I'm not saying he shouldn't be in it. I'm saying I could make a case no, for eight. No, I'm just saying, but I, I'll go about just read off his comments if you don't, you know, don't just say no. But I will put Junkyard Dog at eight because I, I gotta, I will put Jay Lethal over him. Okay. So I guess I'm, I'm not gonna Junkyard Dog at eight. I'm fine with that. Sure. 
Okay. <laughs> he sounds so excited about it. Then number seven. Uh, uh, yeah, it's not sure. So number seven, we go with. Both are number seven, is Jay Lethal. So what do you you want to push him up further? Or you want to leave him right I don't know. I, I, I think about, you you say it's Sasha? Hit Sasha. Hit my, was, my number seven was Sasha. They can put I, Jay Lethal here, though. I don't know, but is can you make a, a argument to put him over Ron Simmons? Probably. Oh, Jay Lethal? I mean, but yeah. Ron Simmons. Uh, could you make an argument if to it put is, him? They be one. It be one on top of the other. Like I just, I can't put him that. Well, I would say Jay Lethal, like you said, has one of the craziest resumes. Ron Simmons, apart from doing like mostly stuff like the first like being in that historical type of black thing what do you know Ron Simmons for I know Ron Simmons for is APA <laughs> yes it's obviously the APA days and then obviously Ron Simmons was, you know, was one of the anchors in the locker room so you know saying uh, you didn't want to cross him and he's known for the nation of domination honestly oh, the first okay. thing I think of when I think of Ron Simmons is APA that's, that's honestly the first thing and that was around the time when I was heavily watching wrestling mm-hmm. but I but could see he was the first black world, ch- world heavyweight champion mm-hmm. but he was only at one time mm-hmm. and Jay Lethal was at more times and he kept the belt longer mm-hmm. Jay Lethal had a better in-ring wrestling ability than Ron Simmons did I mean, I'm going yeah. at this point. I'm going by wrestling ability because it's like a lot of these people they walk so these other guys can run. You're right. You're absolutely right. So, okay. at this point, to, for me, I feel like it it boils down to in ring ability for some people. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, then Ron Simmons gonna be here because uh, yeah, Jalito is a good wrestling ability. I I'm not gonna dispute that. That's fine with me. All right, so you put Ron Simmons at number seven. Alright, let's put Ron Simmons at number seven. The number six, you could put do you wanna put Jay Lethal or do you wanna make a case for putting Mark Henry here? I'm not putting Mark Henry. Oh, we're putting Jay Lethal here. <laughs> I'm not putting Mark Henry there, Lil. Don't insult me. Nah, yeah, come on. I'm, I'm just, I was just saying. Why are you trying to stir up trouble? He's not even in your top he not even he in your top five. Uh, Mark Henry's my number three. Exactly. So but I, but because I'm trying to get the debate going, see, we got, we got, we got a pin. Ain't the debate. We got the same people. Because y'all <laughs> got my list mostly. So. Okay, I made this list when yes. we made the when we said from top fifty on down. I made my top ten before we even did anything else. So no. don't start. So we got number six. That's J. J. Lethal, J. right? Lethal. Okay, put J. Yeah. Lethal there. I think at this point, we can really just fill it out from here. Six would probably be J. Lethal. I would go for... Uh, five would be... Um, Sasha? Sasha. And then... Over the New Day? Four would be New Day. I, look, the reason why I'm saying Sasha... First of all, put J. Lethal there. I'm like you really you are really going hard for Sasha. Yeah, because you gotta Did understand. Did you run into her in the airport or something? I should. First of all, first of all, I met Sasha. I'm just, and, I'm just being so, I'm being smart because her and these airport fans. Because look, I, I understand she's had a huge impact as of late. I I will give you as of late. I'm I, just what I'm saying. She's in the last ten years. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know if I will put. Okay. So, I mean, if you feel a new day, right? 
Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling Sasha. We could get our best argument together so Pronto could make a decision. I mean, it's kind of cheap because you got Kofi. Kofi has done everything. Kofi has done everything. But so has Sasha. No, she, well. Uh, oh, oh, then, so, so, would you she want. has, but Kofi has done way more. Would you want me and my wife to debate? And you and, and I'm saying and you This is not pick. fair Because you have the wrestling knowledge That I do not have This is this is not a fair fight Okay it depends on what are we talking about Because Sasha has done more for like Women He's and a for, for African American women I'm going to, The reason why I'm saying Sasha or The reason why I'm saying New Day I will put Sasha over the New Day Is because the impact One Sasha is a damn good wrestler Because she was part of that four horses who broke out the whole mode of what women's wrestling was. She's done a lot. Like I said, I, I give you that. I'm not disputing none of that. I'm mm. just go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna just I'm gonna look up what they've all done. Go okay, ahead. then uh, once again, Sasha put women's wrestling on the mat with her match with Bailey at Takeover Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Okay, then wait, wait, let me ask you a question though. Sure. Accomplishments. How many times has she defended a title? Zero. She has she has lost all her defenses every single time. She's a four time champion, lost all she never defended it not one time. She she defended and lost. So she never retained her title not one time. You're absolutely right. Unless it was the NXT championship. Yeah, NXT championship. She had it for a while and a tag team championship. She was in she was in the first ever Women's Iron Man match. She was in the first ever Women's Hell in the Cell oh, match. No, no. Huh? Oh, the only two. The only two. Yeah, she was. She, 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 and Charlotte were the first women to main event a pay per view. She was the yep. first woman inside Hell in the Cell. Yep. She was the first woman's tag team champion. She was the. Yeah. Uh, did, was she was the first woman in, in Elimination Chamber? Um, sure. uh, she was. It was her, Alexa, Bailey, probably Natty, and somebody else. Her, 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 and Charlotte had one of the best feuds going on Raw before they switched it out because they had that great Falls Count Anywhere Championship match at, in the main event of Raw. Mm-hmm. Then no woman, if it wasn't for Charlotte and Sasha, no woman is main eventing. That's uh, any of these shows, period. Especially pay pay per views because they were the first women to ever main event a pay per view inside Hell in the Cell, and those are some those are some big big accomplishments. Now, when it comes to the New Day, you I don't know, man. I'm I'm looking at just Kofi. I didn't even look. I didn't get to Xavier Woods or Big. Yeah, they they are what seven time champions together. Kofi is like what Kofi 10 is, maybe 11 time champion tag team champion he Kofi all together if you count World Smackdown and World that's 9 um okay but so what CM Punk only one of Evan Bourne yeah yeah CM Punk Evan Bourne R-Truth and then Biggie and Xavier Woods mm-hmm. but he's only he's one of only two black Grand Slam champions okay um, let's see. He let me see here. He won tag team of the year three times with the New Day. Well, once I know he got like the, combined, the, new the day. most 
I know he got the most combined days as a tag team champion like ever. Yeah. He is the longest reigning tag team champion. He is. He's ranked. He was ranked number four in 2019. 500 best 500 singles wrestlers by PWI. Um, he got best gimmick in 2015. He has match of the year 2019 versus Daniel Bryan. Okay. Um, I didn't even know that. Uh, 13th. And that's that's 13th, right? Yeah, 13th Triple Crown Champion. Um, Elimination Chamber, he won. Bragging Rights Trophy. Intercontinental Championship Tournament. I, did they really count Bragging Rights on here? That's did what they, it said. I'm just, just going down the list. Oh, <laughs> I'm just going down the list. And then... Might as well say he's a Survivor Series Survivor. So. Of course, him and his, um, you know, Royal Rumble antics. So, I don't know... And that's just him. I haven't gone to Big E or. Well, Big E is a tag team champion. Big e and a, and is the second champion. NXT champion. He is the second uh, only African American NXT champion too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Brought the, back the, uh, the five count. IC champion. He's yep, a five count. Yeah, he's an IC champion. He's a tag team champion. Yep. Uh, we, and we talk about Woods. Like, we talk about Woods. So like. The whole Austin, Austin. I think the whole thing. Okay, because he's won tag team championships too with uh, Jay Lethal and the X Division Championship too, I believe. You know what? Right. I, I'll give it to him because the New Day got a gimmick that shouldn't have worked over. Surely did. They surely did. And they still together. Oh, yeah. All right, so I will I will put I'll put Sasha at five. I will, I, here's the thing: I wouldn't even mind it being like a five A five B kind of thing because mm. I get it that they both they've made their impact in their own way. Because Sasha did do a whole lot for women's wrestling, and women's wrestling be on the struggle bus. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I get it; she has done a lot with the with the first Iron Woman match and the Hell in a Cell, and all. I get that. Mm. I just, I don't know if I would want to throw out, not throw out, but I don't know if I could put that over Kofi alone. Mm-hmm. And then because we did New Day as a a group, they kind of have a little more weight. Yeah, they were also the longest reigning tag team champions in yeah, history. They both been in Hell in a Cell. They both, because they was in, they both was in Elimination Chamber. So. Mm. Kofi, you can't take away the Kofi Royal Rumble moments. Kofi really tips the scale for them. It's it's definitely yeah. It's not Biggie and, and Xavier Woods. No shade right, to so, them. So okay, so five will go to Sasha. Sasha Banks. Yeah. Okay, so that means the rest of the list is done then. So five will be Sasha. Yep. New can, Day will be four, and three would be Mark Henry. Or would you switch Mark Henry New Day? No, I'm, I'm not switching Mark Henry. Okay, I'm just, I'm just asking. It was another. It was, it was just by the skin of their black ass teeth that they got over uh, Sasha Banks. I'm not putting them over uh, Mark Henry. Okay, just making sure. I'm just, just asking because yeah, Mark Henry's a feet of. I want to make that clear. The skin oh. of their teeth. Yeah, you're right. So then we got Sasha Banks, and then and number four we got New Day. And they are probably what? Aren't they one of the best, um, the highest merch selling? Oh, yeah. Especially for kids. 
Yeah, I mean, but but not. I mean, not right now. The Fiend is selling them over. No, right I'm now. talking about just overall. If you uh, really like think about it, in the last, I would say five ish years, who was selling the most merch? Yeah, because they had the most. I think they had the most like kid related stuff. Though, all the colorful. That John Cena. I'm about to say John Cena. Yeah, but that's yeah. about it. Uh, who else? But who else? Really, stuff. Who been touching John Cena? I'm saying John Cena says a lot of shit. But that's what I'm saying. Who been touching John Cena? Who even has the potential to earn that much? Besides somebody like the New Day, they set they set them up to sell all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. Even them ugly ass tag team titles. I, hate it. I still want the New Day TLC shirt, and I can't find it nowhere. Top merch sellers in WWE. Right now is what we're supposed to say. Phoenix, Roman Reigns. I just want. I'm looking at this from. Uh... Hey, hey, problem. Do, 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 do you know where you can get like the New Day TLC shirt or the New Day uh, Run D, Run DMC shirt? Oh shit! Becky Lynch was the the number one merch seller. I don't know. Years, I don't right? know if they actually had those for sale because I know they like they they make their own stuff like the tracksuit and stuff that they have. So yeah. I'm not wow. sure if it's like actually on sale or not. Rain, Cena, AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and Seth Rollins. It was a year ago actually. Yeah. The New Day even sell nothing for a minute. The, the New Day's hot versions I would say 15, 16, 2017. No, I understand yeah, I'm sure what they, I'm saying. They, they, they got was... a new coloring book coming out too, I'm sure. Top 20 merchandise selling superstars for the first quarter of 2019. Um, Braun was a top five merch seller for the first quarter of 2019. What mm. merch does Braun even have? That's why I'm like, he, although he just has to get the hand shirts, and then under him is surprisingly Seth Rollins, and then the New Day. <laughs> this is an old video because TJ Perkins is in this drum. TJP. Woof. All right, so you can go over the listing. All right, so I'm going to go from 50 to 1 now. So, we have Primetime Isaac Skipper, Primetime Players. Uh, I guess I'll give the numbers, too. 48 is Cedric Alexander. 47 is Jason Jordan. 46 is Tony Atlas. 45 is Norman Smiley. 44 is Bad News Brown. 43 is Monty Brown. 42 is Viscera. 41 is Jazz. 40 is Brickhouse Brown. 39 is Street Profits. 38 is Leo Rush. 37 is Ahmed Johnson. 36 is Charles Wright, also known as The Godfather, and Papa Shango. Uh, 35 is Bianca Belair. 34 is MVP. 33 is Tuco Scorpio. 32 is Naomi. 31 is Bobo Brazil. 30 is Ezekiel Jackson. 29 is Willie Mack. 28 is Ember Moon. 27 is Ernie Ladd. 26 is Kenny King. 25 is Moose. 24 is Ricochet. 23 is D'Lo Brown. 22 is Jacqueline. 21 is Rocky Johnson. 20 is Abdullah the Butcher. Uh, 19 is Luther Lindsay. 18 is Butch Reed. 17 is Jotty Rods. 16 is Shelton Benjamin. 15 is Bearcat Wright. 14 is Awesome Kong. 13 is R-Truth. 12 is Devon. 11 is Velveteen Dream. 10 is Bobby Lashley. 9 is Keith Lee. 8 is Junkyard Dog. 7 is Ron Simmons. 6 is Jay Lethal. 5 is Sasha Banks. 4 is New Day. 3 is Mark Henry. Two is Booker T, and one is La- Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That sounds like a list to me. That's like a fifty list. Yep. Before we wrap that up, I was going to ask if there is any last minute 
trades or ejections that you guys will put on the list? Because uh, I got one. I just want Coco Beware to stay away from this list. That's all. I got you. <laughs> Yo, I think y'all share that sentiment. I was thinking. I was like, hey, would y'all trade Rich Swan for Cedric Alexander? Mm. Nope. I, I don't would. think I would take him off Cedric Alexander all the way off the list. I might trade him for somebody else. Would you guys trade Rocky Johnson for Abdullah the Butcher to put him in the top 20? Uh, that, actually. I would uh, not mind that. That might work. Yeah. Okay. That might work. I forgot I, I asked. I can see that. And my last question, because look at the list, would you trade Ezekiel Jackson for anybody to put him up, to put him lower? I don't hate Ezekiel. I don't hate Ezekiel Jackson. I just think that when we thought about him, it was kind of late. It was late. Um, Where's Ezekiel Jackson? Thirty? He's thirty. He was number thirty. Flat. I mm-hmm. feel like Naomi. No. no. She's fine where she's at. I'm looking at. It's not really anybody on the further up on the list that I would be like. Oh, we could definitely bump them down. I. I, mm. I mean, you can make. I could see. So Ezekiel Jackson's better than Naomi. Mm. I'm not going to argue that point, but I think she's I think, cool where she's at for her place in the list. Okay. Uh, because if you put Naomi at third, you putting over over. Uh, Bobo Brazil. You putting over Jazz, and I can't put Naomi over Jazz. She is over Jazz. She's over Jazz. Yeah, she's jazz up. is forty one. Yes. Oh damn, man! <laughs> over jazz. They ten spots apart. Whoa! Did you forget? I forget. I forgot. I just read them all. all yes, right. I forgot. I'm sorry. Ahmed Johnson. Would you put? Would you switch him in Ezekiel? I will put Ahmed Johnson over Ezekiel Jackson. What do you think, Prata? Um, sure. Ahmed Johnson. <laughs> him and these shorts. I. I'm no, trying to look at the same time. I mean, yeah, Ahmed Johnson. That that, that could work. Ahmed Johnson Scorpio. is 37. Ezekiel Jackson is 30. We could switch the two wait, of them. No, no. Wait a minute. No, wait a minute. I can't put him over two cold Scorpio. Okay, I, 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 I agree. I can't. I Do would you put move him. everybody up one. Oh, that's just too much. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't actually rewrite the list, but do you put say like Ezekiel Jackson under Leo Rush, and then move everybody else up a spot? Which one was Leo Rush? Leo Rush is number thirty-eight. Mm-hmm. So what if we made Ezekiel Jackson thirty-seven, and then subsequently Ahmed thirty-six and Godfather thirty-five, Bianca thirty-four, MVP thirty-three, Tuco Scorpio thirty-two, Naomi thirty-one, Bobo Brazil thirty. Okay. Are y'all right with that? I'm cool with that. And then we so switch. Cool and then we switch Ron Simmons to and yeah, do the butcher. They switch places. You mean Rocky jo- Johnson? Rock, yeah, Rocky Johnson. I'll do a bunch so of switch places. And he'd be twenty-one. And then, and then we would move Ezekiel Jackson all the way up here to thirty-seven, and move everybody else down one. All right, there we go. So and once again, but do you want to before we close this out? Do you want to put Rich Swan on here somewhere? I, I was about to ask because if we put Rich Swan on anything, you want to take Jason Jordan out? He's right below it. No, I can't take out Jason Jordan. Could we really? I mean, could we not? 
I like Jason Jordan. I'm, I mean, I would, I would be okay with leaving Rich Swan off. I mean, I'm not, I'm not super crazy about. I'm not saying I'm not gonna say I'm not super crazy about putting him on. If he don't make it on, it's fine with me. But I mean, I do believe Rich Swan deserves a spot on there. I but just, I think it'll be. I don't know if it's to because I'm like, if you look at the, the wrestling quality between him and Cedric Alexander. They both the same. Rich Swan's a little bit tad more athletic and a way more personality he has than a lot Cedric. Of than Cedric got. What about primetime Elix Skipper? Do you really want to have Bull? He is number fifty. Yeah. Did you say have you seen Padre Hill? Uh, I don't know that guy. I mean, I'm sorry. I where is the Kiki Palmer clip when I need him? I'm sorry. I do not know this man. Prime, tell him about, tell him about Prime. Yeah, Elis uh, Skipper is like dude walked on the cage and then a hurricane runner from the top of the cage. Like, okay, uh, I mean that sounds that sounds lit. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make that. I'm not gonna say take them off. Uh, primetime players. Okay, so you want to take out primetime players and put in Rich Swan? I'm just asking. Right there? Just asking. Or... What has Jason Jordan done that we need to have him on the list? He's a multiple tag team champion, but. Chad Gable and, and Jason Jordan Collins. was on his way because Jason Jordan was was a very elite. He wrestler. wasn't a bad wrestler. I I agree with you. I just I don't think he had time to do anything. I don't think he's that coming back. Well. They like they're saying it's not looking good for him coming back. I don't even think he like got a got a job no more. Like I think he, they just <laughs> he just, like, just like we just let him fall. Just let him go. If I take off the primetime players and Cedric moves up one, I put I put Rick Swan over Cedric. I believe you. I believe it. So he gets he wants the he goes to forty nine and Rashawn be forty eight. I mean, primetime players though. Do you? Because mm. if Rich goes on his list, somebody got to come off. I, the, the I, I do agree. So, Can you hit that family real quick? Sure. Uh, however, I'll say no because probably gonna want Monty Brown off this list. Nope. <laughs> <I haven't. laughs> he he do he not want. He don't want Monty Brown to listen. All right, I'm gonna give you fifty through. Well, I'm looking at you know thirty nine. Oh, no, I can't take Brickhouse off. Oh yeah, I can't take off Brickhouse. All right, so you got primetime Elite Skipper, the primetime players: Cedric Alexander, Jason Jordan, Tony Atlas, Norman Smiley, Bad News Brown, Monty Brown, Viscera, Jazz, Brickhouse Brown, and the Street Profits. That's who we have right now. Because we already rearranged everybody under Leo Rush. Mm-hmm. So, what do we do from here? Do you really want to put Rich Swan on here and take somebody off? And if you want to take somebody off, who is it? I I will start posing people to you. How about Bad News Brown? No, I need brand news on there. Norman Smiley. <sighs> I need Norman because see, Norman is what Rick Swan is. It's a different era because you can't take off the big wiggle. Okay, uh, Rick Hosbrough. Can't take off Brick. Okay, well I've already taken off uh, primetime players in case we add somebody. (laughs) So he's like, I don't give a shit. You know, if 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 we take off, if we take it, if we take off primetime players, Cedric moves up one, and and Rick goes underneath him. All right, so if, we, if right. we're doing that, then primetime players, I feel like they could be 51. <laughs> nah, not, not even that. I'm not. not damn. Else. Did you not have them on your list at all? I I mean, they could, they could scare, scrape by with all us together, but not 51. No, nah, I mean, no. Uh, I mean, because they, they was 49. 
They would essentially just be moving up two spots. They'd be an honorable mention. <laughs> Fair. They could be an honorable Fair. mention. Fair. I'll take that. I'll take that. And put Rich Swan on there, then we can finalize the list. Dag, Titus O'Neill, <laughs> they got one of their accomplishments in here that he won Celebrity Dad of the Year. Yeah, we, we can take them off. Okay, yeah. Take the door. Let's put, put Rich Swan on. Another dude, did he win? They're only one-time tag team champion. Um, yep. So, but uh, would y'all agree? Would y'all put Cedric over Rich Swan, or Rich Swan over Cedric? Uh, Wrestling wise, I personally wouldn't, but personality wise, I would. I feel like as a total package, he he surpasses Cedric. Cedric. I think so. All right, and there you have it. That is our top fifty African American wrestlers list. It's been a long journey, so uh, obviously, you know, things got back there. My computer died, and all that stuff going on. So, I, I I don't know what we're gonna do for Women's History Month. We will think of something. I feel I I mean, since it's March Madness month, and March Madness is a no go. Oh, I swear to God! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to trigger you. We could do like a Sweet Sixteen. You so said we could do what? Okay. A Women's Sweet Sixteen bracket. We'll we'll see. Okay, that uh, sounds cool. but yeah, but 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 now we need to uh we we need to move on. All right, guys. So now it is time. I want to get this over and done with, but I, I not like that though. But before we get about it, the Wednesday Night War. This is from March 11, twenty twenty, and this will probably be the last live show we're going to see. Of NXT, well, not live, but the last fully sold out arenas from NXT and AEW. So, actually, NXT took precaution and moved to the Performance Center on this show. Uh, well, it was already moving there already. Yeah, by the same, but they they moved out of Force Up because of the outbreak, right? No, it was already moving there. Oh, okay. Not moving there, but there was already like. I guess they already had something planned at full sale, so they was having they was already planning this appreciation like for like a month. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And then AEW, yeah, I say uh, so we had good action over there too, especially with the who was gonna be Adam Page's mystery partner. So let's get into the Wednesday night war. So first off, to start off we have uh the NXT North American champion Keith Lee comes out <laughs> to uh have start off his match with Cameron Grimes. So, like I said, I don't know what happened from Trevor Lee to Cameron Grimes, but I, I don't I don't like it. It's a disconnect. So you're not liking Cameron Grimes at all? No. Okay. Well, uh these guys here, uh I, I thought the match was pretty good, pretty solid. If uh, what, what yeah, you think? it was solid, of course. I mean I, I, I do like Keith Lee's pounces more and more. So yeah, because he he is actually believable when he does it. Unlike say the ones that Angelo Dawkins throws out, where the person has to sell for him. It, yo, he needs to be cutting Buddy Murphy a check every single night, okay? Because Buddy, <laughs> but, but Buddy Murphy be making the pounces look great. But uh, yeah, but uh, Keith Lee, uh, Keith Lee hits the what was it? Was it the the um? It's, it's, it's the big, the, the, the big bang catastrophe. Which I don't know how anybody's not catching on to what that is. I don't understand. Exactly. So, 
Uh, he beats Cameron Grimes with that, and after the match, <laughs> Damian Priest comes in and hits Keith Lee with a pipe. I <laughs> did you see the way he got hit with the pipe? Yeah, I don't know if he was waiting on it. Like, I don't know if it's supposed to hit him in the leg or what. But like the way he sold it, just like ah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So Dominic Dajakovic comes out to chase off. Damian Priest and Keith Lee thought that Don Dajakovic uh, hit him with the pipe. He tried to help him up and he hits him with the spirit bomb. And uh, for, for, first of all, uh, I, I know you, you're not part of this, but if you have any time, baby girl, you gotta check out Keith Lee get hit with this pipe. Oh man! Yeah, I, I was like, it, I was just like, bruh, swole Theo. Yeah, sold that it was girl. a it was a misconnect. So. It, it was. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> Um, I just hope I just really hope that uh, Damian Priest has his uh, his nightstick or whatever it is yeah what's the dude in TNA the dude in TNA he like he's like a magician or something so he'll hold his hand out and every nothing that he like just extends it out like out of nowhere I don't know it's crazy oh no I don't know I, I, I ain't see I ain't see, see that guy so uh, once again I'm like we don't know what's gonna happen with, 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 with the COVID-19 like I said we can't wait to say the words but I do want to say that I'm going to talk as if, you know, they're going to do something with NXT Tampa and stuff like that. So, it looks like a going to be a triple threat match or a fatal four way. You know, I hope it's a triple threat because I don't want Cameron Grounds in the match. Wow. Well, coming up next, it's me and versus Dakota Kai to qualify for the ladder match, and you know, my hood boo uh, comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just- uh, I don't know if I sound mean for this, but I already know who's gonna win. Is it, well, you know, I was surprised. I thought they, I thought Dakota Kai and me was both gonna be in no. the match. Nah, if they was, if they say you either get Dakota Kai or Mia Yim in this match, where you basically gotta fall off a ladder and kill yourself, who could do that? Mia Yim. Exactly. So I'm like, oh well, Mia Yim. Uh, that's obviously a bye. Uh huh. Well, so so Mia Yim. Uh, even though after a couple of distractions from. Raquel Gonzalez, Million picks up the victory on Dakota Kai. So she advances into the ladder match after the match. Raquel Gonzalez comes in and gives her uh, a not so very. I mean, her her, her spine was kind of it looks all right type her, thing. Her, her beat ups are awkward though. They, they, aren't they? They are. I don't know what it is if she just don't know what to do or she don't know how much time she got to beat her up. It just—it's like she beats her up, just stands there, clubs her, and then waits, and then clubs her again. It's weird. You're right. Uh, then I don't know. Kashida takes on Raul Mendoza. Yeah, we did not need this match at I all. I was like, where the hell this come from? This is one of those matches back in the day we had to fill time. Yeah, so uh, they bring I mean, the match wasn't that bad at all. I mean, you know, the, 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 the say the so, least. One thing you mean to tell me they brought Alex Shelley for one match to lose? Cause yeah. we, I, we've never seen him again after that. No, but honestly, I want to see more City Machine Guns. To be honest with you, but uh, they they really just wasted him on that one occasion. Oh, okay. You're right. Well, I mean, uh, Kushida wins the match with with a top rope flipping arm arm bar. Yep. Yeah, so like I said, the, the, the match is good by a degree of prime time. It really wasn't much needed. Rhea Ripley comes out to make her 
uh, a promo about what he did to Charlotte on Monday. And then... Uh, <laughs> I had to do the exit. I'm sorry. As, as we done. And then uh, Charlotte comes out. And then she comes out and starts beating up Rhea Ripley. Gives her the old school Bret Hart sharpshooter on the side of the ring post. I mean, I, 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 I like the move. I do too. Yeah, I really do like it. I like it. I like it when um when it looks believable. Cause you know, some when some people don't when they don't they not tall enough to go to the floor all the way. It's like they gotta hold them up. Exactly. I agree with you. Uh, so uh, good segment about Charlotte here. Then we get another segment of Finn Balor talking about going making his way. To NXT UK now, aren't don't they have NXT UK? Don't they have a show in Dublin, Ireland? No, like so Ireland shut down right now. Oh, oh, oh so, so okay, so, uh, it's it a couple months away. So, but Ireland oh, okay. shut down. Ireland right now is shut down. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was say because you gotta do Finn Balor in Dublin, Ireland, where he's from. Well, yeah. If if everything is everything is cool and copacetic about yeah. it, for sure. So then, this awkward segment happens. Me, <laughs> me, me and him is out there being ur- an urban youth. I love, I love my little hood boo. And all of a sudden, this car drive up right past the real quick, like, like, like this is Friday. And <laughs> prime, I lying? I mean, that's what it looked like. And, and then all of a sudden, you see Raul Mendoza. No, no, uh, uh, yeah, uh, he's putting his luggage away, and these two mass luchadors come out and. Gently kidnap him in this van. Just gently kidnap him. Go watch the video. I'm not doing this. I, not go, go, gently. No, because him. See, it's two like, on your list. I asked you to watch this. the Keith Lee video. Now I'm asking you to watch this. He oh, gently, ki- they gently. He was walking. They were literally walking like, like this way, sir. This way. He was, he, he, that's what they did. He just like, all right. And, and he was like, wait, what's going on? Fellas, what? open the door. Okay, watch your step. Get in. And they, they sped off. I'm like, wait, what is? Yeah. What? It wasn't even like they opened up the trunk and threw him in. It was like, oh, come this way, this way. He was like, they, oh, really? They, okay, all right. They gently kidnapped I'm this man. The word gently kid. That's in my my dictionary now. It's gently kidnapping, folks. Then, then, me and I, 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 I did talking her urban youth is and then she and the car speed up right past her for a gent a gently kidnap and then just this time and Raul Mendoza gets kidnapped. That's sick. So who, I, who, do, who do we think it is? <laughs> who do you think it is? I, I don't even know. I was like, who? I know what was going on, bro. Exactly. I was like, what happened? I understand that. I really didn't understand. I mean, it's interesting. I want to see what happens, but I don't know what happens after this. To be honest, watch it be like, watch it be like Conor Reeves or something. Oh God, don't, 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 don't have Conor Reeves. This kind, this kind of come back. So, uh, so, something's loud. Is, is, is that you? That's me. Oh, turn that off. Uh, so coming up next is. Another for the number of ladder match. You got Tegan Knox taking on Diana Perrazzo. Can I ask you a question, Prime? Sure. Is she gaining weight? She is. Yes. Uh, that her was and not a gentle kidnapping, y'all. That was a, that was a gentle kidnapping. <laughs> That's why they drove up like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Uh, yeah, yeah. She is gaining weight. I, I, I know her and Marty Scroll broke up, so she's probably she just kind of like. You said. Diana Perazzo? Yeah. She's out yeah. back with Ricochet. Oh, she's back, she, she back with Ricochet? As far as I know. But wait a minute, hold wait, on. What she said? She said she's back with Ricochet. Hold on. Is Ricochet with uh, Kathy Casazano? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. so am I getting my micros mixed up? Yes. I'm so sorry, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Bye, Dad. <laughs> See, this is why I be quiet. I'm going on back over here. So, she hits the, the not-so-shiniest wizard. Oh, damn. Or, I, I hate what she calls it the shiniest wizard, and it joint has the least amount of impact that I have seen in any shiny yeah, wizard. Yeah, like, like, the, how do you not even be close to the face? It's like, oh. At all. But she beats Diana Parazzo. I was just like, damn. I, I I was just asking. I was like, she is she's kind of getting away here. Maybe she, she is, but I maybe still she's love eating her feelings. Leave yeah. Her so <laughs> undisputed era. She's yeah. Uh, undisputed era comes out. We'll talk about what happened in the steel cage match. And Velveteen Dream uh, lets everybody know when he comes out that it was all a ploy to get Adam Cole one on one inside the cage. Hey, the most favorite line he said is, "Roddy." His pants. You're as stupid as you look. Stupid <laughs> thing. What is happening? And uh, like, Roddy, it's not about you. These are just pants. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> stupid as you look. Like, yeah. Dang. And he just tossed the, just tossed right. the pants over the railing. So now, Velveteen Dream wants Adam Cole at Takeover Tampa. So do we see him him breaking on his pants though? Y- yo. I need him to put Dr. Brent Breaker DMD on his or pants. Did, or he can just put DMD or something on his pants. No, he got to put DMD on his ass. <laughs> he got to put DMD on his ass. Be like dream something. Uh, yeah. Dream, yeah. Yeah. DMD. He will have something very, very, very creative to, to put on there. But uh, they, they ain't got time for Velveteen Dream shenanigans as he disappears like The Undertaker. And uh, we get a tag team championship match. The Bros awaits. Take on the undisputed era in, in my opinion, the match of the night. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I felt like it was the only match of the night for us. Anyway, we did have other matches. This felt like the, the biggest match, obviously. So, oh, yes, I, I do, I do agree. So, uh, the Broserweights. Uh, well, well, this is technically the best match because they had another thing that was unofficial. But yes, I do agree. That was great, yes. but. The bro, <coughs> the Weights retained their tag team championships, and uh, yeah. in a, like I said, in a great match made event. But the but the true main event was uh, Tommaso Ciampa coming out to call out Johnny Wrestling, okay. and then when Johnny was in uh, was, was backstage, uh, and then he was in that Leo Rush party area. I don't yeah. know if you see that video or not. And then all of a sudden, Chopper comes backstage and they wreck the performance center. So I, I heard that they was moving away from the performance center to go to a bigger arena or something. I'm not sure. Uh huh. It was like I don't know. This is like final heyday, and it was like, hey, just wreck, it, wreck everything you want to. Or I mean, I don't know what was going on, but I'm telling you, they literally went through the whole performance center. They was fighting the hallway. They're fighting the break room. Did they put a hole in the wall? Did they put a hole in the wall? Giant Gargano throws Chopper through a glass, uh, a glass panel through a door. They're fighting in yeah. the gym. Chopper right at the mirror and just Chopper takes a weight, and because you see he's in gyms all the time, and he throws his weight at the mirror, and Johnny gets out the way, and it shatters the whole mirror. I'm surprised they let him do that. Yeah. It's like a forty-five pound dumbbell, and I mean they are really going off with these weights and everything. He shares the whole mirror, 
and they they end up fighting all the way out to the ledge of the performance center. And right there below is the announce table, which clearly all the announce people got up. So I was just like, "What did you get up? Did you see them fighting over you?" They they was fighting backstage at first. As soon as they came out, then all of a sudden they they came in there. (coughs) Chopper runs Gorgano's head to uh, do a railing with a steel chair. Like 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 they really fighting. Like this is a lot. Yeah. Somebody pissing y'all Cheerios? Like, what's up? So at the top of this I'm thing... I'm they ain't end it. Usually they'll end it when you throw it through the window, but nah, that wasn't it. At the end, Gorgano said, I'm going to do Gorgano shit, and I'm going to take this bump. Because I knew it oh as soon God. as he moved the rail. I was Why just like... Do so much? I was like, Gorgano's taking this bump because this is what got him injured with Finn Balor in the first place. I mean, let's be honest. What move was he going to do off the top? Anyway? Piss, piss, piss. The air raid. I thought he was going to give it back to Chopper. But he probably nah, said, well, last time he did that, he probably broke his tailbone. Remember? Yeah. Damn. So, uh, Chopper gives Gorgano this air raid crash off the top of the balcony through the announce table. I thought he broke his shoulder. Or it something. did. Jesus Christ! Because what? I gotta go look at this. Because, because the, this there was, was no much. give to that fall. It, it is like yeah, splat, it was like just straight concrete. That's how it was like. It's it it just like splat, and Gorgano's holding that shoulder like I fucked up again. Because like when you see him, he lands right on the shoulder. Chopper landed on his shoulder again. That's when he like <sighs> turns the other way and just holds it out. I was like, Ugh. exactly. That's either, I, good I, That's either really good selling or your shoulder really hurts. Because Chopper is going to be pissed off again if he he ruined his main event again. Y'all come on. So that was NXT. So now it is time for the AEW highlights. Uh, so a- AEW <sighs> starts off with Tony Schiavone. Talking backstage with Adam Hangman Page and Young Buster. And since there is no Kenny Omega because he's injured, oh, surprise, surprise, uh, we going to figure out who is going to be his tattoo partner because it's definitely not going to be Nick. Okay. <laughs> he, he, he brings the Young Bucks to say, hey, I don't want to tag with any of you. Get out of my face. Why are yeah. you bringing it to the interview? So he said it's going to be a mystery tonight. So uh, we, we, we start off Dynamite with Ortiz. <laughs> Not a tag team match. Not a single match. Ortiz taking on the American Nightmare, Cody Rose. Go ahead, Prime. Do your thing. <laughs> okay, you got to say something. Cody Rose, other than walking with sexy Brandy Rose by his side, uh, he always has this big pay-per-view WrestleMania-style interest he for does. every he show. He's walking out with his, his regular peacoat. What are it, we doing? I saw it last week. I was like, what is <laughs> and, I, and, then, and so and he got the most fireworks for no reason at all. No, he be drunk. So probably making fun of him every time we talk about a Cody uh, Rose, but I said you got to make sure you got to do your entrance. Uh, every time, yeah. Like, sir, we spending too much of the budget on your entrance. You <laughs> and that ugly ass Nets tattoo. Like, what is happening? I'm telling you that whatever what happened to Rhea Ripley last week, that needs to happen to Cody. Like, he need to come out and save somebody, and he got to do his own entrance. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so he, he mentioned that when Charles beating up Bianca Belair, mm-hmm. Rhea Ripley was coming out, but before she came out, she had to do her whole entrance that she does in the footwork and the stop before oh, she ran out. I'm like, you wasted so much Sis, time. I'm already injured at this point. 
So I, I don't know if you've seen Cody's full inch. Like, he has, like, an angel. Yes. He come from the ground. I've seen his and whole then... thing. <laughs> the last time I watched AEW with him, he came out and he wasn't even wrestling. He was dressed in dress clothes. So why you coming through the floor in dress clothes? You know what? I'm, I'm going to be quiet now. So, Jake Roberts <laughs> makes his way through the ring and, uh, and uh, to the crowd. And he's coming out there with Lance Archer. Lance Archer. Yeah, so now we have Lance Archer. It was... I didn't like the way that they did it, though, because... It's the anti- anti- was just like, Yeah, the Nationals were just like, yeah, that's Lance Archer. They didn't try to sell it in that. They were just like, yeah, Lance Archer is here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> and he got there with Jake Roberts, because, you know, Jake Roberts definitely had, you know, that problem with Cody. I'm just like, oh, so Lance Archer may be the next few for Cody to probably lose. So, uh... But back to the match with him and Santina, uh, Santina, excuse me. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, with Ortiz. Santina. Uh, <laughs> Just Pete. Ortiz taps up to the figure four leg lock. Haven't seen that in a while. Uh, yeah, I, I, I still don't like that they have Cody like being in these long, lengthy matches with people that shouldn't, he shouldn't be. You're right. He should get rid of him. And then after the match, he gets hit with the loaded sock. <laughs> But I said to these urban use like you know they got they the, are urban yeah they they uh, uh, they the couple said Ted and Ortiz first of all they got the you know like the loaded sock from prison yeah yeah so they be, wait 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 I did I thought you said the lotus like no the loaded sock loaded sock like yeah. they put in locks and <laughs> yes locks and socks yes oh that's yes. some bullshit <laughs> I hate it that's their weapon <laughs> that's what they come out with that's their weapon it's I hate a, it. I'm sorry. Oh, y'all fitting to make a chi chi next to the ring next? Like, what's up? Close. What are we doing? <laughs> so, Jericho and Sammy Guevara and Jack Hager comes oh. on and shows that Jackson beat up, beat up, and he's directly under the steel door, like it's closed out on his face and leg. And I'm just like, and he bleeding from his mouth. I'm just like. Oh, they spray the door there. So, Shut up. Uh, so that, that's the way Nick Jackson getting written off because he's having a baby. Oh, okay. Yeah, isn't that nice? Yeah, so I uh, like it, but I don't like it because he's the one. He's out of all the people in the in the uh, elite. He's the one that does the high flying stuff. I was like, I mean, he can't help. If he won't have a baby. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard. Changes to this. We could talk about it after, but I heard they they got a lot of changes to this match coming up. So yeah, but yeah, he was taking he was taking to the hospital once again. Cody goes into the car with the hospital with him with his wrestling gear. Cody still. and Matt and Brandy. I think Kenny. Right. I think Kenny went as well. Okay. Uh, I think. <laughs> good lord. Uh, up next is uh. Fatal Four Way, Nyla Rose. No, to me, tag team match. Tag team, yes. Tag Nyla team Rose and B. Presley taking on uh, Chris Statlander and Akara yeah. Shida. Yeah. Got him. Okay. Who? I get so bad on these names. Uh, once yeah. again. Speaking of bad, <laughs> need to, they need to do something with these names. Yeah. Oh, uh, as Prime Time was just saying. Speaking of bad. AEW does not have a strong women's division just yet. Ooh, I mean, is, Chris, Chris Statlander like, is pretty good, though. It's so weird. Like, their chemistry is so weird. Cause, like, the Japanese style. You have two Japanese people fighting each other. They have a good match. You have Japanese and American. They just don't mix. Or a 
American and a British. They, I don't know. They just don't no. mix styles well. They just need to do better. Well, Nyla Rose beats Chris Statlander with with the Beast Bomb, and then Homegirl in the Green, her partner, gives her a, a another. They twins up with these bad beatdowns. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, they probably told her to, to tone it down. Cause last time she kicked somebody in the head, she gave her a concussion for real. So they Damn. probably just want to tone it down. Probably so. Well, there is. She attacks her host, host of the bell. Uh, my favorite thing after the match, a video package from Christopher Dales explaining, oh my God. explaining okay. everything of how Mr. Andy feels about the Dark Order. So, he said, <laughs> he said, I like he was doing like this kind of like Christian Joel Steve promo with the obvious green screen with the mountains and stuff behind him. Oh, yeah, it's the, it was the Dark Order. He was like a parody of the Dark, dark Order, Order stuff. Join the Dark Order video. Yeah. And then he said, you know what I had to say that he goes to his wrestling, he's like screw the Dark Order. And it, reminds, it reminds me of such a. I don't know what it reminds me of. But, oh my god! No, I, I was I was in tears. It was saying there is no exalted one. It's all a lie. And I'm here by the challenge Evil Uno and Stu Grayson on AEW AEW Dark. It doesn't matter. And then when nobody comes to help, you will see that there is no exalted one because. It'll prove that they don't exist because the Dark Order sucks. I always love when his wrestling character cuts in and says, "Screw the Dark Order." I was like, "That's how I felt about the Dark." What if it's Curry? What if it's like Curry Man? I swear, if Curry Man is the Exalted (laughs) One, I may turn off AEW for a week. That's the mask, ain't it? Curry Man. That's the the Shark Boy mask, dude. Oh my god. That's, I uh, hate the mask. I hate everything about like the, this is all to a better, better do better when it comes to uh, to Dark Order. But it's six sex man tag team match blast. <laughs> we got the Butcher and the Blade with the Bunny take with, with MJF taking on uh, Jurassic Express, Marco Stunt, Jungle Boy, and the Lucha Stores. MJF comes out with a t shirt. Uh, or a t-shirt st- still saying I pin Cody Maybe and he- somewhat of a new theme song say what yeah I, I, I don't like it I, I want the original <laughs> I, I want the original that's, that's how I feel I, uh, I hate Marco Stunt yo, who likes Marco Stunt first of all Marco Stunt is a child there's I, a lot of people that like Marco Stunt because he's he, because he is little that's why they like him man get out of here uh, but I was watching the match I'm like bro He's just—he looks stupid out there. Like, I'm sorry, but he just looks. It's it's okay because you know he was excited because you know he he has off from school for two weeks. I see him out Shut there playing up. with my son. It's a flag football because Marco. If you look, he's like a child in the ring. Like a, that's like uh, a, a little, Jay, that's like a Justin from Turbo. Just yeah, like, yeah. Oh, we know we not even gonna talk because we, we on the wrong podcast <laughs> for that. But we ain't gonna talk about that 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 crap. Uh, you know. MJF working on the, the leg of the Luchasaurus. They do have a big hoss fight between Luchasaurus. Yeah, I I don't know if he hurt his leg or something. Cause something happened where he like he held his leg and then the rest of the match he was just going slow. Like that exchange that exchange they had where they were just hitting each other back and forth was very slow. Yeah. MJF hits MJF hits an arm bar on Marco Stunt. You knew he was gonna tap out the, the salt of the earth. And uh, he taps out from so, it. So. so, so question, question. Yeah. MJF is literally two times bigger than 
Michael Stone. Why couldn't he just force him down to put him in the armbar in the first place? I, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. Because <laughs> you, you can literally like force him down, and he will literally like just tap out. Well, because next up we have uh, Dr. Brent Baker, DMD. Uh, I hate it. I, I, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, interview with Toy Shivani on stage. And uh, Dr. Britt Baker is out there and she's uh, <clears throat> talking about... She said, all, she said all the fans out there look like cousins. Exactly. She's shaking things oh. up in boring Utah. She wants to remind all of you out there to pursue everything and anything you have true passion for. You can be a janitor, the plumber, the dentist assistant. You can all achieve greatness and that's why I'm here. To be your role models. Says the one who all the other doctors scoff at and say is not a real doctor, but whatever. Yeah. And then, um, for Big Swole come out. Big Swole came out and demolished this lady's life. Can I say something real quick? Who the hell is this lady? I don't know. She didn't talk to her husband, though. Because the lady who came out ain't the lady I seen two years ago in the Mayan class. No, she's not. Did you see this segment? I saw a clip. Yeah, I seen it. I was just like, so when she came out, I was like, who is this sister? That's what I said. As much as I said, I was like, that ain't swole. And then she saw because she saw she saw urban youth in it. And I was like, that yeah, that's swole. Urban youth in it. <laughs> oh yeah, she didn't get too much in urban because she could have went so much further than mm-hmm. she did what she did. She she could have yeah. So uh so <laughs> big big swole come out. Look, I, I got to do Booker T right now, man. I got, I got to go ahead. Looking good. <laughs> get on my nerves. Uh huh. Uh so um. Big Swole interrupt Baker. Forgot, she says, well, "I forget how the conversation started." She said, the... "Why you hide behind Tony? Uh, boo, he don't even like you." <laughs> Tony was like, "Hey, KP." And he said, "Hey, yeah, KP, come on now." So just, uh, then uh, there was uh, a line used. Uh, no, so- she said, uh, "You're not even the most talented wrestler in your family." That's what Swole said. Okay, yeah. And then I forgot what, what she said. Something about you. Big Breaker said, "That's why I own, nobody didn't care about you. They only care about your boyfriend." Oh, yeah, well, oh, that's she, she, she said. Oh, and she said, "I'm married, baby." baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she should have did the arm thing too. That's what she should have did. Oh God! Girl. And then Brit threw the coffee or water, or whatever it was, in her face. And then that's when Souls by the urban it up. She but was, she didn't. If she didn't go as crazy as she, she, as she could. So, yeah, so I didn't even go probably have a match. I'm just like, what transformation? Because when somebody showed me Big Swole, like, years ago, and I was like, Cedric, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have been the first one who was like, that's his wife? And I'm about oh, to say, that's not a good picture. But yeah, then, I think that was when they, when they put him in that thing with uh, Alicia Fox, I think. That's when it was. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, and she was in the male class. I was like, oh, Okay. And I don't think I like the red hair, so that's going on. But now she uh, straight sisted it up, mm-hmm. and uh, she, she got herself some abs, and then she got herself looking better than Cedric. And I'm just like, <laughs> well, she definitely got more personality than Cedric. She got a lot of personality than Cedric. I mean, it must be a quiet house with she's not there. <laughs> uh, Shut up. So uh, coming out for wait a minute, Tay Long is not done because he said. <laughs> You like the first one? Well, let me tell you something, player. I got something for you again. We got another six-man tag team match, player. So we got the bad boy, Joey Janela. How many tag team? Did we get four tag team matches? 
if they put as much time into the women's division as they put into tag teams, my yeah. God. So we get the, the bad boy George Nella and Private Party taking on de- the new group of Death Triangle, which is Ray Phoenix and uh, Pentagon Jr. and the Bastard Pack. And they got Cody type of Pyro too. I don't know if you've seen it tonight. Yeah, I was just like, oh man. Hey, hey, there's hey. one in the pew pew. There was just like the fire. It was just like a. Somebody please tell uh, Mr. Connor. We don't need all these damn fireworks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is it just me? Or I was just like, Joe Janella is slowing the match down for me. Well, yeah. I mean, <coughs> he, to, I mean, Joe is not, it's not a bad wrestler. Say what? So honestly, I didn't think this match needed to happen. Like, I thought it was fighting best friends. Like, why don't we just instantly go into them when we knew for sure that they were feuding with best friends? Yeah, first of all, I was like, how the hell did they become a pairing in the first place? Uh, <laughs> there's one there's one thing I had to say in this match that I know people's going to overlook that. Um, what's it? It's not Isaiah Cassidy. What's the... Uh, Mark Quinn. Mark Quinn. Hits a drop kick on Ray Phoenix. The way he fall over dead and sells that was hilarious to me. How he just like bent all the way back doing limbo and just fell on the mat. I was like... I don't know why I like that, but uh, that was cool. Um, so once again, uh, the, the, like the match was fine, but it kind of was pointless. They put it's them kind of like a showcase of them as a group. As yeah. A group. How did you like the whole? I guess Death Triangle submission thing at the end. I mean, in a regular match, it is useless. So I guess like if they weren't fighting jobbers. This match would be like that move would be useless. Yeah, I feel. But no, yeah, it was a good finisher. But I mean, uh, I think putting Pack with them two will give them and him more personality. Of we just we just do what we want. Basically. Well, first of all, Dutch got a lot of personality. They do, but I'm talking about Pack. Like Pack is just you known as being mean. Yeah, this will give him more of a a mean, but I can have fun type of personality. I guess. Got you, but Pack does hit hit hit, hit uh, the black hole. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just I just don't want him coming out doing Sarah Mano fifty times. So. You right. Uh, the best friends come out and they uh, they attack. Oh, they, they try to save Prior Party and Janella, but then uh, Arch Cassie's still out there. Pack stares him down. So this thing is not over between Pack and uh, Orange Cassidy. Excuse me. Maybe they give him a roll up victory in a tag team match. Or you something. think so? Maybe. Or maybe he'll he'll be knocked out and he fall over. I don't you know, who knows? There's so many creative ways they can do. Uh huh. So we get an interview real quick, uh, backstage with uh Dustin Rhodes talking about some you know, he I'm tired of the inner circle. <laughs> Running a r- rough shot on my friends. Rough shot, my god. Yeah. So uh he said, Hangman at a page whether you like it or not, I'm your tattoo partner tonight we're gonna do some Cowboy shit. So, uh, that was the promo. Okay. And then, so, uh, there was an interview between John Moxley and JR. Which is, I think this is where they should just use JR from now on, not on commentary. Who, the, 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 the things you feel for, for new JR is real. You know, I don't even be really paying attention. Do he, is he really out here? Well, you know, oh. he oh, oh, he has are. he has stuffed a couple of stuff since he's been 
back in the day. And especially with the new Japan people, he just has no respect on their name whatsoever. Oh. Yeah, it's not even like he's just bad. It's just like he don't care no more. That's like the thing. Mm. You uh, know, like, if people, you know, like, people want to get their name out there, they'll do what they, they, they'll do their best. It's like he's just there. Like, he's just yeah. like, yeah, I'm here, I guess, you know. This yeah. is, uh, Kenny, uh, whatever, yeah, he's, he's just a wrestler. Jeez, sir. All right. Yeah, he's so- very aggravating on commentary sometimes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, after the... I'm sorry. People people watching this probably be like, he ate every week on JR. Yeah, he do. Uh, so, we we get, after the interview with Moxie, just talk about his interview, stuff like that, we get the tag team match of Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Hold on. Wait a minute, player. We have the tag team match. Oh, my God. So, that's how it is. What the fuck? Uh, with Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho taking on, well, we kind of spoiled it, Dustin Rhodes and Adam Why Hangman do we Page. have tag team matches with people who not even tag team people? I mean, Jericho and Sammy's been a tag. They, I mean, they're a tag team in a group, I guess, because they tag, like, all the time. Like but we, Hangman and, and, and uh, Page, I can understand. I've been in and out of this. Have there been any singles matches on the show? Yeah, we started off with one. Remember Cody? <laughs> that was a long. That was so, they, it seemed like so long ago. Yeah. Oh, God. they are tag team heavy. I think their formula is more like we we have a six man tag on the show. I mean, uh, yeah, six man tag, and then like maybe two tags of singles and a women's. It's kind of like how they do it. All it's right. kind of like their formula. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. Y'all go ahead and do what y'all gonna do. No, it's, it's quite, <clears throat> quite all right. I'm uh, just tired of hearing Teddy Long. Go ahead. No, uh, the match breaks down. Uh, Dustin Rhodes hits a destroyer on Sammy Guevara. Then uh, Adam Page hits the buckshot lariat on Sammy Guevara for the win. And the girl comes in and beats them down. And then uh, Cody comes out and yeah. Omega. And then it, Cody comes out to get suplex on the fucking ramp. Oh, <laughs> then uh, Omega comes out to get his ass beat. With his broke hands, so they can't really beat him up like that. They should have came and suplexed him back to yeah. the floor. So as they're about to powerbomb uh, Hangman Page off the stage, here comes Matt Jackson in Super Saiyan mode. And just seriously... <laughs> just, Super for everybody. Oprah. He Oprah beats Oprah. everybody down. He gives a double spear. I'm like, who is this? <laughs> this, this, this? This Matt Jackson, bro. Come on now. And then he look at, he look at Adam Page like, you should have picked me. I'm like... Calm down, but he comes in and, and saves the day. Saves the day. So, so who wins for this week? NXT or AEW? Oh, yes. <laughs> to be honest with you, the matches were good, but I would say NXT this week because of the Ciampa and Gargano thing and the Rhea and the Undisputed Era thing. Yes, I I was about to go the same thing and say NXT gets the win for me. The opening set, the, the, the final second was great. The tag team match was great as usual. My girl, uh, me was part of the gentle kidnapping of Raul Mendoza. You can't lie. How was she part of that? She, she was just talking. I would just say she was using the camera shot, and I'm just like, first of all, I like how she went and went back, got fully geared back up to go talk on interview, like. <laughs> You just had Shut a up. match, Shut up. and she put her hat, her bandana back on straight thug. I'm like, all right, and then like that—that's not real at all. 
and the, 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 the gentle kidnapping. AEW was fine. I mean, I did like I did like the Big Swole thing because I was like, Big Swole, I ain't gonna lie, you cute. And yeah, then, I like how they had a callback last week because last week when Hangman Page saved the, the uh, Young Bucks, he gave a bird to Nick. I mean to Matt, and then Matt came out and saved him, and he gave him the middle finger. So. Exactly, yeah. and I mean, but it, it was very tag team heavy. I don't understand. I do agree with you that the, the matches with Cody goes longer than it needs to go. Cody should be like really walking through these people, mm-hmm. not jobbing them, but at least like five minute matches, not no twenty five minute. Or no, with, with, you know, but once again, Brandy's still cute, and she's at she's at the role that she needs. <laughs> so I don't know if you heard Moxley's like promo. He said he's not missing. Uh, war, uh, blood and guts. So, this is just me speculating. This is me speculating. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna write out Nick Jackson and then in, in, include Moxley. I mean, yeah, Moxley, and somehow gonna write out one of the Ortiz or Santana and put in MJF because he's the biggest heel. Well, unfortunately, with things getting pushed back now, you, they gotta have to write out Nick Jackson again. Because it may be blood and guts in like April or May instead of well, March. Well, he's out indefinitely, so that don't, you know, there's no timeline. But that that little beat that he got, I'm just saying, you got to bring out, bring out someone low to sock. Well, we don't, we, we don't know what happened. <laughs> we just seen the door on them. We, we just seen the door on them. We don't know what happened exactly. Yeah, I'm, it, you're right, because they, 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 they definitely wind up and slam that door right down on his on the area of his face. He be dead. Okay, so... But, uh, Edge took a, took, took a uh, concerto and he came back in like what two months a month and a half uh, he had a little headache that was all I know. Uh, but now it's time for us to move on so guys we know about obviously we know a bit more about how this outbreak is going in the United States and all across the world with this you know this virus so why are you put on a JR voice? Oh yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so obviously, uh, everything has been has been canceled. But the one thing that has not been officially canceled just yet is good old Vince's baby WrestleMania. Oh god. So there's reports going that superstars are getting kind of impatient uh-huh. with Vince's decision because first off, it takes them, it takes the crew. 10 days to build a Wrestlemania stage y'all better not build a ten, a whole Wrestlemania stage for an empty ass arena no don't do that at all because that, 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 that I can't stand an empty arena at Wrestlemania I, 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 Smackdown is one thing but not with it's probably 90,000 people or an inflated number insert here it's, yeah it, oh, it's probably anywhere between 70 to 90,000 people it's still a lot of people there's, there's, there's just no impossible way I, I, I can do that. WrestleMania, That's why it has to be postponed, not canceled or postponed. Gonna, That's a lot of money. I, I'm just, first of all, everything, I want people to understand, a lot of things are postponed. The only thing that's probably canceled is XFL. Let's <laughs> just be, be real. <laughs> and they said, like, they said, we doing good right now? We doing good? Uh, cancel. Hey. I'm about to say, because it's, it's only a summer league. So I doubt that, it, you know, coming back in May, they'd be like, Hey, they got some XFL games. They're like, bro, I watch the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but say we watch it. We catching up on all the stuff that was off. So exactly. Ain't, anybody, think, ain't nobody watching no XFL. You might just they finna treat XFL like laundry yeah. football. The XFL honestly could have had a good run. They're the only sports on ever. Like, yeah, I mean, exactly. And the baseball's coming back. Yeah, man. No XFL ain't gonna ain't, they ain't gonna compete with that. Uh oh. But um, 
So it is reports saying that Vince McMahon is waiting for the city of Tampa to force his hand so that he can blame it on somebody else of why WrestleMania is not. It sounds going. completely believable. Yeah, what do we do with Vince McMahon? Why does it seem like almost every best story sounds believable, whether it's true or not? I, look, because Vince McMahon, first of all, if Vince could, remember how, a, a, a pop, years ago on podcast I said, if Vince could wheel Mark Henry's cast Mark Henry to, on the wheelchair. <laughs> he'll, he will wheel him down on the cast with the, with, with, the, with the coffin wheels and bring him to the ring. If Vince McMahon can build on the stage Lysol, and every time Russell comes out, they get sprayed with Lysol instead of fireworks. He would do that. If Vince McMahon could put two giant cans of Lysol, point directly at the audience, and spray them every match, he would do that. I still, I still can't get over that room where I heard about him at like, Rocket Johnson's funeral. Oh my gosh, man! That, if this man would have walked off the stage with no chairs, I swear. <laughs> I would pay to see that. First of all, oh. you you know that didn't happen, but still, it's it a, did. But it's so it just seemed like something that would happen so much for some reason. I don't know. It's such a funny, funny thought. Like no chance. Yeah, you you right. You absolutely right. So, um, what's your take on this? I think it's going to be just postponed. I don't think he's going to cancel it because that's just. I would rather him just like. Cause that's a lot of money. If you just like straight up cancel, they got all the refunds. Yeah, a lot. Like even all the indie wrestlers saying, "Hey, no working is good." But when they when they cancel shows, oh, we got to get that money back. Yeah, so they got at least postpone it. I, sh- I hope they postpone it. Try to postpone it to before summer because. <clears throat> I, 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 was, I was just about to ask you. I was just about to ask you. When do you think that? Um, you know, how long did the, the postponing last? First of all, how long, in your personal opinion, do you think this whole thing, you know, is going to last? Like, do you think that it's going to be a thing where it's like, okay, we kept people in quarantine for 14, 30 days, and we see people who's getting sick, and then we can probably try to, you know, keep them away, but then we can start opening. Because see, you're not going to after this thing is. Uh, going to kick back into shape, you can't just jump back into a 70 plus thousand people venue right now. You got to work your way back up to that. Well, yeah. Yeah, you do. Um, so, it ain't, it ain't like, I, I you I would know, give it maybe two months maybe, just uh-huh. to build up everything and to keep the, try to keep the storylines fresh and hot because uh, I know that's going to suck because, you know, I know the writers that probably had just enough energy for WrestleMania to get that story there, but now they gotta probably extend it. They keep Ooh. it fresh still, so we'll see how that works. Because but. imagine trying to keep a storyline fresh in an empty arena every single week <laughs> leading up to WrestleMania. That has yeah. to be held. So one thing I don't understand, maybe you can probably help me out with this. Why? What's the point of them making a big deal about having SmackDown in the empty arena if they just gonna show replays of other shows? I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think that was the plan at first. And, and the reason why I'm saying this is because, you know, my my wife came with a good point. It's just like, after seeing how the show was going to go, it's just like, look, we really, we really can't do anything. And the best way to kill time is to show highlights from 
you know, Elimination Chamber. So when they go, so they gonna show highlights every week, like. Well, that's what I'm saying. Everything is up in the air right now because honestly, you know, do they do an empty? Or do they do an empty show for Austin Three Sixteen Day? Do they do an empty show for like 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 the the show is probably gonna go on because you want some kind of entertainment. You want to keep the fans, you know, seeing what they see weekly. And I was. Right, well, I'm on NXT to have an empty arena. Just Gargano Champa just still fighting from the last. Because week. look, here's what here's what th- here's what I think is going to happen. These big arena type things is I I think that when this thing passes, right? Even with things that pass, it's a progress. And I I'm I'm a believer that you know when we start getting our first positive signs or something like that. Or whether it's a vaccine, or whether it's something where it's just like, okay, we have better control on this. It may be like this: okay, the NBA can start playing their games, but we're gonna start off in empty arenas. Like, I wouldn't mind watching basketball, or football, or hockey. Wait, all you hear is the uh, sneakers. Uh, it's exactly, or, or hear them talk trash on the court. I can finally hear what they're saying. And then, but they're playing a legit game. It's not a, a scripted game. It's not nothing that you got to write down. They're playing a, a, a legit game. Uh, then they'll probably start off with empty arenas, and then they'll go into small venues. Like, okay, we'll let this amount of people in at this time, this amount of people at this time, because the, the virus ain't going nowhere. Okay, it's going to be what we're just in quarantine, but once they start putting a hand on it, but the virus is going to be here for a while, probably for the rest of this year. So you, but when it comes to the lockdown quarantine, you get the people that are sick, and you keep them in areas to try to make them better. Like I said, it's already out in the world. So, like I said, this virus, just just like the bird flu, is going to be here, you know, until they, you know, uh, find a way to to permanently get rid of it. So, even if things get even things get better by next month or May, you're still going to have your, you know, your slow burn. Which does bring me to Friday Night SmackDown. So. I figure me and you can review Friday Night SmackDown, and for those at home, you guys can sit there and watch my empty chair because there was nobody else there at SmackDown. So I figure, you know, say why not keep that energy, right? I mean, they could at least like have like the the families of the crew members or something. Yeah, you're right, but also even even when you say families, you got to bring those. You got to find people in. And once again, you don't know where they're coming from, and it's it's hard. Look, I understand it's not as entertaining as you want it to be, but you gotta you don't know where these fans are going. At. And I, that's why I just said maybe the equipment staff people or something like that you can have them in the audience and and watch the watch the whole show. But you know, I mean, I, I mean that's just like because who do you play to? It's like. Well, yeah. You know, who do you, I, I who mean, do you play to? it is it is very awkward. But Triple H shot off the show, and let everybody know what the, what was happening with Friday Night SmackDown, and that you know we're here to entertain. So I was like, you know, I'm, I'm we 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 got to deal with it. So we start off with Bailey and Sasha Banks taking on Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Uh, once again, the match was flavorless, obviously. Okay, so I gotta say something in this match. Yeah. Nikki Cross 
in the middle of this match had the nerve, the nerve to do a hot tag like one of them like stomping on the uh, ring steps to get the crowd involved. Yeah. What is why was that necessary? Because that just stuck out to me and made me seem like there's no point in getting doing this. You you're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, I I, I, I agree with you, a hundred percent. There's something I just don't understand. But Asa comes out there and attacks Nikki Cross. I was like, oh, we set, up, we set up stories now for this MD arena, and then uh, Bailey. Yeah, they were calling them out. Uh, Alexa and Nikki Cross was calling out Oscar and Kari. Oh wow! On Twitter, on Twitter they were. Okay. Uh. Uh. Next up. Uh, Roman Reigns speaks candidly to the Universal Championship uh, champion Goldberg ahead of WrestleMania. I miss this promo. Do you, do you know what happened on that promo? Inside the ring, he just, said, he just said, um, Goldberg's a part timer. We don't have time for that. That was like his big line, his big one liner. This is the same story for WrestleMania 31. <laughs> I mean, it was so weird because it wasn't like just Roman talking Roman to Michael Cole in a sit down type of thing so and Roman didn't even get dressed like he didn't wear his vest or nothing he just wore like Jordans and some pants and a shirt exactly exactly I'm just I like, ready for this show alright so uh, we get a whole Elimination Chamber Smackdown Elimination Chamber match and uh, yeah uh, <laughs> let me just tell you by the way we had Triple H and Michael Cole on commentary, and the whole night Triple H was just trashing Michael Cole. <laughs> like um, the like the first segment when they showed Triple H, it was like, "I'm the only person I can get a demotion to get busier." But hey, I'm doing this job. Hey, you be doing that 30, 30, doing this for thirty years. People still don't think you're good, so I'm here to help. And then, oh, what did he say? Oh my God, he left him. To do the, to do something, he came back. He was like, "Yeah, I go do one segment." People talking about Michael Cole is so trash that I just had to come back out here. It's like, <laughs> I mean, trashing Michael Cole. He was making light of the show. There's one time he went and was uh, using the camera in the because uh, you know, he said we were short staff. So yeah, Michael was like, "Don't get my ball spot." <laughs> yeah, and then Kevin Mojo Riley beat up Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, all right. Anyways, well, uh, that, after the Elimination Chamber, what, uh, what are we doing? But then after the Elimination Chamber, Dale Bryan takes on versus Cesaro. Ah, yes. This is where they, quote-unquote, come out with the yes chance because it's, it's fun to do, but nobody's doing it. So why even the why? Exactly. I don't get it. It's Drew, Drew Gulak's on his outside, so... Uh, I, think, so I, think, I, I think it was a very good match. Yeah, I mean, sure. Look at look at the, look at them. Come on, now we know that. Yeah. Any any one of these combinations of people could have a good match. Gotcha. I'm just interested in what are they going to do? Shinsuke versus Sammy, or like they're going to try to do Shinsuke, Sammy, and Daniel Bryan? Or Man, right Cesaro. now they want to do nothing versus nothing. So I'm just saying. So <laughs> you know what? This may be a blessing in disguise. So they got time to, to time to think some WrestleMania storylines. So WrestleMania does come back. This joint better be flawless. Uh, Jeff Hardy makes his return uh, against King Corbin. He says, "What well, my brother do don't make me shit." So 
He's back. <laughs> yeah, he need to he need to play out that time. He done been injured. His contract been for three years. He done been injured for like two. So. Yeah, so he's uh got the whole twist of fury, not the twist of fate, because people were wondering if Matt got a lawsuit on that and Matt left, but Matt said he didn't have no lawsuit on that. But and he, technically he didn't even do the twist of fate, so you know. Exactly. Uh Jeff is a swan time for the time. How do you feel about it though? If you like how do you feel about it? The move? Uh I I guess it depends. So you rather him do that or him do the uh the twist of fate stunner? Yeah, no, I rather no. I don't like the uh, I don't I don't like okay. the move. That twist of fate stunner it just looks so you know Kevin Owens stunner looks bad, no his stunner looks bad when he does it does that crap. I'm surprised he could still do that. I would pay him. I mean, you're right. Uh, here's the swan time on King Corbin. What a weak return. Obviously, there's no crowd and there's nobody else like to up him up. The best part of SmackDown, though, was Bray Wyatt and John Cena. And I say it a lot. Cutting the promo to nobody. Cutting the promo. Cena comes out with, with Michael Cole and says, look, you know, do the n- never give up thing. But, you know, say, I, I am... Hope to see y'all back real soon. And then, you know, he, he talks to Cena about that. And then uh, as Cena's talking, you know, the whole lights go out. And it was funny. The Fiend came out. And I didn't know he came out because I didn't hear no crowd reacting to him. But it's not The Fiend. It's Mr. Rogers Bray Wyatt. It's so weird how it happened because he was just, like, in the background. Like, you see him by the, like, by the, where the uh, announcer's table in NXT yet. He just walking uh-huh. in the background. And he's like, hi, John. <laughs> Oh, man. The whole thing is just so weird. I agree. Uh, I really do agree. So, what do you give... Oh, first of all, Bray Wyatt comes out, and he does the promo discussing about what John did to him uh, all those years ago at WrestleMania, and how he had to finally, instead of going away from the voices, he embraced the voices, and then you get the whole thing, and he's letting him know that he will destroy him at WrestleMania. And yeah, then, Cena it, it, un- unnecessarily, unnecessarily like buried Bray Wyatt for no reason. <laughs> he was like, "You suck. We gave you opportunity after opportunity, and you didn't take it." I was like, "Bruh, what?" Uh, and then he, so I, I don't agree exactly one hundred percent with what Cena said because he said, "Cena said we need to push our future," and he started out with Drew McIntyre. Let's be honest. Drew McIntyre was there 10 years ago. I don't think he's the future. Yeah. I think he's kind of like the now, the present. But then he said, of course, Devil Team and Chopper Gargano. But yeah, Cena, I don't know why he just buried Bray like that for no reason. I, 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 you know, I really don't know either. I really... But yeah, that was, uh, that was SmackDown. But I mean, I thought Bray White had, a, I thought Bray White had a good promo though, so. Yeah, I wasn't how do you feel about SmackDown as a, as a whole? Oh, SmackDown is a negative. I mean, they tried. They tried, <laughs> but they get negative grade from me. <laughs> because it just was uh, not interesting to watch. I did not like the whole Elimination Chamber recap, that whole 30-minute match that shouldn't have been a match in the first place, you know, to go kill some time. So, no, I mean, I went down with all that. SmackDown does. They tried. They really did. But SmackDown gets a negative from me. Right. They get a feeling great for me too, and they also uh, said that Gronk is going to be there next week. So Gronk in the in the crowd next week in the arena. Gronk. Oh no, I, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> oh man, are you ready? 
for a uh, good time. Do, 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 do. No, I'm, I'm not. All right, so uh, before we get up out of here, we have to talk about your boy Triple H. <laughs> And, I gotta say it like that. Because you gotta say it like Triple H. You know, he, he, he always drags off with the uh, at the end of everything he talks about. <clears throat> so, it's saying that Triple H reportedly got a demotion and is no longer in charge of talent at WWE. So, this is an article I'm reading from WrestlingNews.com. That says there's an interesting story in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter about Paul Levesque getting demoted back in December. Uh, <clears throat> noted that they, they must know that when George uh, Burris and Michelle Wilson were fired, there were people in WWE who hinted that someone something almost as big happened in December, but it was never made clear of what it was. So it says the new S. EC filing revealed this week that Triple H's new job title is Executive Vice President Global Talent Strategy and Development. This is considered a demotion by people in the company because his previous job title was the head of talent relations. That's what JR's job used to be. And he oversaw many departments as EVP of talent, live events, and creative. So... Triple H main has been moved from his main duties, and now his main role is to deal with NXT, selling NXT TV rights, and overseeing the expanding NXT worldwide. I don't see how that's a demotion, honestly, but all right. Well, you, how can you not see that's a demotion? Don't look at it from a don't look at it from a wrestling okay, fan. Fine. fine, from a wrestling fan, fine. Yes, it's a demotion, but. You got technically less on your plate and technically got more on your plate at the same time. So. <clears throat> it's like this. I I mean, I get it. Triple H can focus more on NXT, but that doesn't help the talent who goes up to the main roster. They have nobody to go to now. So your Kevin Owens and your Sami Zayn's and your... You're now Shayna Baszler, your Oscars, your Kyrie Zanes, your Sasha Banks, your Baileys, your Charlottes, your Becky Lynch's, you know, all your people from NXT, your Samoa Joes, your Nakamura's, that go up to the main roster, have nobody there for them to communicate with, because Vince is, Vince is obviously, either if he's not sold on these guys, he obviously doesn't, doesn't know what made them great in the first place, that's what Triple H does. Yeah, they don't got like what? Who they got up there? Like all these people they hire, you mean to me, they don't got nobody that can lead the help. <clears throat> well, not like on the of, of the way of the Triple H worked closely with them. Triple H went out and scouted these guys. Vince didn't go out there and scout these guys. If it was up to Vince, Samoa Joe is not in the WWE. <laughs> He's not, okay. Especially seeing him in his beat clown days. Uh, it's uh was it the, the beat, beat down clown? Yeah, days. Yeah. He's not doing that. Vince is Vince is a it's like he likes his his homegrown WWE talent and I mean he's allowed to feel that way so him being dro- dropped down of all these uh, things you know is actually kind of a a step back because now you're gonna ha- you're gonna have to wonder and see how is the, the you know these stars now going to react to this and how are they going to be booked onto this and what what kind of new talent is going to be attractive because once again you got to look at the talent that 
Triple H brought to Vince's attention to come to WWE that didn't ever went to NXT. AJ Styles. Or, you know, I mean, well, Sting is injured, but I'm just saying, but, uh, you know, all these new signings that they had that, uh, just skipped past NXT and came, uh, right to the, right to the main roster or didn't even spend that much time in NXT, you know what I'm saying? Those are, <clears throat> those are things that he's not going to be in charge of anymore. I, I, I don't think he's the head. I know they had different people that scout, because I know Will Regal scouts a lot, um, I think Lance Storm is a scouter too, I believe. Uh-huh. But I'm not sure, but like the I think the people that they have scouting are good people. So I don't think that would be a problem, but the communication problem would probably be the only problem I can see. Well, I mean, I, 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 I do agree with that sentiment, but um, it gives Triple H more time Obviously, to work on NXT when when they got this Wednesday Night War thing going on. Oh yeah, and then so yeah, I mean, stuff. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, oh, that also. I mean, NXT has been solid, but there have there, there are a little bit more things that NXT has to do. Like, look, I I think diehard fans need to understand something, and I consider myself a diehard fan. I consider you you a diehard fan. And, but I'm also part of, you know, what, what made wrestling great. Indie wrestling is great. Don't, I'm not taking that away from nobody. But, like we talked about before, what are some of the things that got you into wrestling in the first place? And some of those things is missing in NXT that AEW is catching up on. And people, okay. and people don't realize it. See, AEW has the mixture of well, first of all, uh, there, there is some flaws in AEW whether people want to admit or not. But uh, Jim Ross, it, I, you, I swear, Jim Ross is your <laughs> is your new chic luge. Oh my god, Jim Ross is your new chic luge. Hold on, any chance you get. But uh, yes, you know, and they are very, 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 very tattoo heavy, and their their women's division is not that great. But some things that they do do, like look, the inner circle. I think it's a it's Jer- Jericho never had a group before, and I like the inner circle. Orange Cassidy is probably one of the best success stories that came out of there. Mm-hmm. And, Darby and look, Allen and Darby Allen, and once again, see, y- y- you will have me sit here and say that I wasn't big on Orange Cassidy when he first came, but now he has grown on me. But that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to make homegrown stars, and mm-hmm. once again, I may not like the Dark Order. And I'm, I'm not a big fan of it, but I do appreciate. Dark Order sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. That was, that was great. I do believe that the Dark Order has a place though in AEW. I, the Butcher and the Blade have not been booked well, but once again, they have that gimmick. And I, I like I said, I love when they're back there butching up meat, and then when they, they have like an APA job to do, they just automatically phase into their wrestling gear. I thought that that's cool. Yeah, I like that because it's something outside of the ring. Exactly. Uh, NXT does is lacking that. You know, uh, NXT, in my opinion, like start like the Velveteen Dream was a great character. Then mm-hmm. uh, the the Bros Away thing, you know, I thought that you know, people like that kind of stuff. But also, NXT is trying to get over with it's just it's great wrestling, and after a while, it's like. I need more than that. Kind of like, 
you you're not into Cameron Grimes anymore. You're not into Trevor Lee anymore. Oh no, no, I am not. But 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 the thing is, he's a decent wrestler. You know what I'm saying? He's a good wrestler, but what made him like his character and stuff, like the the I guess cockiness or whatever, like it's just not there. Even though yeah. I know it's a different character, but like I feel like the only character he has right now is he, he loves his hat. Like that's that's what he does. Exactly, and you, you need you definitely need a little bit more than that. So yeah. al- also, um, it comes to uh, the, the the thing where like we just now got some outside story. Like when uh, Raul Mendoza got you know gently kidnapped, <laughs> it, it, it it was something different. But I'm just like, but I mean, y'all can sell a little bit more. But but it does leave the intriguing. So once again, I think Triple H now, you know, we in full hands on deck with that. I think it'll be a little a little bit more easier. But I do think that maybe Raw expect that may suffer. But you know, who who knows? Maybe having stuff off his plate. Like the way I look at it, I don't know what's in that man's pocket. But if you ain't demote my paycheck, I'm good. Yeah, I think they can get like what the fourth or third highest paid in the whole roster. Or everybody? Yeah, well, I'm just saying, but you know, if if you if you ain't mess with the money, then you know, we good. But that's in here there. So, uh, I, I just, I, I wanted to talk about that before we close out. So, that's where we're going to end on the uh, No Give Me See the Wrestling Podcast. Uh, thank you guys for staying tuned for our top 50 African American wrestlers list. I mean, if you guys got an opinion, you guys can email us at therealnerdcoalition.com. Once again, you can email us at therealnerdcoalition.com. Well, you can email us at gmail.com. So, therealnerdcoalition at gmail.com. However, we did get one email question, and unfortunately, okay. I wanted to be with all of us on there, so uh, it, it was a legit question that came from Instagram. Okay. And okay. I do want us to, so for, for, for the guy that's listening, I, I will do my best to get you your question next week. I just, want the, I just want the whole gang to be a part of it so we can all give our thoughts and opinions on there also, because we kind of went a little over time today, uh, but it's all, it's all cool with that. Uh, and make sure you do check out the real nerdcoalition.com to check out for your nerd coalition merch along with your Q Flow merch and everything. And then when Proud Time gets his merch out, you know, I don't mind ripping Proud Time on it too. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? The, 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 the Prime nostalgia or the Prime Time thing, you know, if I was you, I would take a picture next to Deion Sanders, you know, Hall of Fame trophy, but just have you there put it, it mount your face on it. That's going to be a lot. Hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> That show be hilarious, like. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, once again, you, you gotta do all that content. Uh, check out spaceaffiliate dot com production we are, production company we are a part of. Check out both sides, a little pop, a little pop horror show, and market dark show. Check us out there or no give or see the wrestling podcast. Nerdcast will talk. Uh, drunk off sober tongues and uh, turntable see by culture and beyond, along with Ballers Now Sports podcast. Uh, you guys can also check us out on all your podcast platform Stitcher Spotify iHeartRadio Google Play Sound uh, not SoundCloud I keep saying SoundCloud uh, Apple Podcasts and YouTube Premium if you guys listen to us on YouTube but once again if you have Google Play you guys can you know have YouTube Premium all to yourself so that as for us today, today primetime I appreciate you, you want to uh, tell them where they can find you or what new content is coming out because we ain't got nothing to do much for two weeks so I mean we, we, YouTube oh, should be content yes. heavy, okay? Just, just uh, go to youtube.com slash primetime95. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at kvngprimetime. And uh, I got some conventions I'll be at. If they don't get canceled or postponed, 
I have to keep y'all updated because they did kind of cancel some. Okay. But, uh, yeah. But that's that's all for now. Just go enjoy the content. I tell me what else to do next. Exactly, and I'm, I'm, oh, I know. I can give you an idea what you, sh- you should do next. What? Come to Philly. <laughs> oh yes, for the greater good. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. You 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 can come bring your ass here to Philly. Uh, I, I'll just be honest with you right now. I'm not. I'm, I have no interest in seeing Florida man. So <laughs> I have no interest in going down there and meeting Florida man, no matter what kind of mask he wears that day. So. God bless all you African Americans who live in Florida. <laughs> you know say, and all y'all who you know uh, congregate to Miami, where you know Trina and uh, Trick Daddy is at. So, but uh, Florida and Mississippi is two places in the South that I have no interest in going to. Florida, oh, it's like they say coronavirus is here. Don't have a, a gathering of so and so. Miami said, "Bump that. We gonna have a large gathering." <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, I know. So, uh, once again, I know Q-Flow could be part of the show, but uh, Q-Flow, wherever you're at, take us out. We're bringing nerdgasm to your ears. Welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks. You already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C. Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew. Always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do.